Welcome to Thirsty on Tune, where we drink wine and read webtoons. Hi, I'm your co-host Bronwyn, your webtoon obsessive, dopamine addicted, idiots in love, and slow burn sommelier. And I'm your co-host Chris, webtoons acolyte, enemies to lovers lover, and banter core aficionado. So pull up a page, pour yourself a drink, and let's dive in. You're thirsty on Maine, we're thirsty on Tune. Well, hello. How are you? I'm doing okay. Excellent. I think today might be a little thirstier than usual. It certainly is from my perspective. (laughs) A little more topless than usual. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, it is. And why is that, Chris? (laughs) (laughs) Because my other half from Go is here. TJ! Let's just talk about the titties in the room. I I am shirtless tonight. I mean, (laughs) given an opportunity to talk about the titties in the room. We'll always talk about the titties in the room. This is our job. This is what we'll do. I just thought every episode of Thirsty on Tune was recorded topless. Yeah, that was a fair assumption. I mean, mean, thank you. That tracks. You can't tell whether we're wearing pants or not. So who knows? It's a valid interpretation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm also not wearing pants. You DJ haven't seen that half of me. Yet. I mean, nude. me neither. So. <laughs> Pants well, I, is highly uh, underrated. I'm so glad to be here with both of you again. I Yay. love getting to talk to both of you, Yay. and I love me some webtoon. So yes. I just binge reread, binge read this first season of this and a little right. season two so <laughs> i'm so ready to talk about it i know you were actually part of contributing to my delinquency <laughs> you were part of the reason i started down this chaos hole I, re- I recommended this one to you you right? definitely did recommend this one to me <laughs> oh, i'm yeah. so glad you love it oh, oh my so god much. i'm obsessed oh my god so we're gonna I- do things just a smidgen different than usual we are going to attempt to stick with season one Watch us fail completely immediately at that, but we're going to try. It's for my benefit because I'm a procrastinator and I only read like three episodes of season two. (gasps) And then then once we have kicked TJ off the show for his delinquency and sent him to the corner, Bronwyn and I will then scream about the fact that TJ missed every big reveal. Oh my God, the info dumps. (gasps) I got a few, I got a few reveals. Did you though? His Did brother. You? Yeah, yes. <laughs> but nothing glad, compared to that. I was glad that you got to Dell at least. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was going to lose it if I couldn't describe Dell at all. Oh, right? and I found out with Jensen. What yeah, he is. No, you, oh, good. Okay. Yes. Really. All right. So I don't Only have to Only a little bit, though. I but did look yes. back to see where TJ was, and no, you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> you think you know. Did you so, two see that coming? Him being. Yeah. I mean, a little bit, yeah. A hundred percent. The gloves yeah. kind of gave it away. Yeah. But just I, to get everybody on the same page here, we are in yeah. fact discussing Prince of Southland. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if totally you haven't figured forgot. it out. I totally forgot. Uh, yes. And what are we drinking tonight? We're just going to do everything out of order. We're going to do, yes, <laughs> chaos. Hey, I bring the chaos. Yeah. <gasps> we have a new Loki. We, we have a new Loki on the street. Yet another Loki. <laughs> oh my God. TJ, are you drinking anything fancy tonight? I have acid reflux, so uh, I just had some really good water. 
Uh, I should have Pepto. Yeah, if I had some Pepto, I would probably have some white wine. Oh, like, yeah. I like me sweet wine. Yes, so. you do. The sweetest. I'll be yeah. drinking in spirit though. All right. <laughs> I have to be the the driver here. The designated driver yeah. of this oh, bus. Okay. I like <laughs> it. I like it. Well, I'm not driving anywhere tonight. And uh, so I am having a white wine spritzer. Um, Yes, with a Sauvignon Blanc. Well, spritzer, because I do have to try and get up in the morning. So fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I'm double fisting with my bubbly because it's got to stay hydrated. Meanwhile, I just went straight to the strong stuff that I have, which is, again, the beer (laughs) hug, bear hugs. (laughs) And they are stronger than you would think they would be. Nice. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. I'm ready to watch you both just fall down this rabbit hole. Oh, I mean, so hard. You met us. <laughs> I'm in deep. Oh my God. I'm in deep. Bronwyn, do you want to hit us with a blurb? What oh, is this about? Yes. Okay. So, okay. So we all know dating life can be rough, <laughs> but mm-hmm. Lee's dating disasters are just a little extra. First, he's caught kissing a <gasps> android, and next, a felon? But maybe Jensen Endo makes living on the edge of catastrophe seem like maybe just the thing to do. It's <laughs> cute. Yeah, I'm here for the skunk twink. <laughs> the <laughs> skunk twink is skunk. really so cute. Oh, oh my God. God. Love, love, love it. Oh, this, this is such a good, it's good. I do love that Jensen does end up also being an android and it's like double whammy. I know. Surprise. I know. Surprise. Surprise. Okay, okay. everything. Before we get too far into this, because I'm absolutely going to go into my genre before you destroy me. Um, I, I was trying to do some research on this, you know, beforehand, whatever. And I checked out that there's actually a Prince of Southland, like .com, like a website you can go to. And guess what you can buy there? Because a damn, you can buy a little enamel pin that says robot fucker. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Oh my God. I want it. (laughs) Oh, I hit the pre-order so fast. Uh, (laughs) I gotta get on that. That's ridiculous. I love it. I'm having flashbacks. This is slightly unrelated, but since that's it's how webtoon, we do, yeah. Uh, I, my my true love of webtoon, as you know, is Castle Swimmer. Yeah. And in their shop, at one point, they were selling plushies of the two mermaid characters, and yeah. I missed it by like a week and had no idea it was happening. And I'm <sighs> never gonna get over it <laughs> that I missed them. I know. So anyway, go order that pin. Yeah. Because it's gonna vanish, and you will regret it, dear oh, listener. Yeah. That's how I felt about the, the ghost light stuff because I missed the merch for that too. Right? Deep it sad. Just, bring it back. <laughs> okay, right. so my genre for this one is not as good as last time. It just isn't. But well, pterodactyls are not here, so this is true. But I do feel like it's accurate. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Hand in unlivable hand with deep daddy issues. Idiots in love, mommy issues, found family. Did I mention daddy issues? Maybe some mommy issues. <laughs> What about brother issues? <laughs> also brother issues. I like that. Okay. Yeah. So I went a little hard on mine. So okay. uh, cyberpunk dystopian, us against the world, sunshine grumpy, emo boy skunk, romance with what I am calling Lemu Ew, which I'll get into in a second, dynamics <laughs> and something to say, TM. Yes. So, Lemu Ew. <laughs> love me uh, or let me love you slash 
in unlovable hand. Oh my god, you named it! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you. Oh my goodness. It's not sayable, so I still think we need another name. Yeah, for we this. definitely need another name, but I, I like sitting, it. I was sitting there going, Lou, Lou. <laughs> the alcohol is just now hitting. <laughs> mm, if only even. we could blame that. If only. <laughs> if only do you have a genre for this tj what genre would you call this um i mean basic my my mind is no not going to be anywhere near yours (laughs) this is why i always go first (laughs) oh i mean i just basically like fantasy sci-fi like m l m yeah enemies to lovers frenemies to lovers yeah like, I know. Thank you for looking very proud of me right now. I appreciate it. We, did. we just turned it to your, like, parents at a, like, school play. All of a sudden, we were like, oh. I will say, um, kind of related to genre, I'm thinking, like, halfway through season one, and, of course, we're on a Batman podcast, too. So I was yeah. like, oh, this is kind of giving me, like, uh, AU, like, Damian Wayne, John Kent vibes. <gasps> yes. like, I need that fanfic. Oh, Oh, there's absolutely fanfic of Prince of Southland, just FYI. Oh my gosh. As I hope. Just, you know, AO3, because it's there. (laughs) Thank you. That That was my attempt at a genre. That was That's a good comparison. I have a couple of Batman comparisons in my notes, too. Oh, nice. The fact that he's like, He's not a murder baby, but he's like a murder. But he kind of is. He's a little <laughs> bit murder baby-ish. He's like a murder baby the way Ijen from from yeah. Teenage Mercenary is my, my well, favorite murder. Why don't we so. slide this directly into characters because we're yeah. here already? Jensen's murder oh, yeah. baby, a little Damian Wayne. I said a little Bucky Barnes because yep. oh yes, he's mechanical a little bit. He's been mm-hmm. mind controlled a lot. Deep trauma. Grumpy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Can we agree he had to have been named after Jensen Ackles? He had oh, yeah. a Come thousand on. percent Jensen Ackles. Although the endo is kind of a neat last name because it's yeah. from the Greek meaning within, inner, absorbing, or combining. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What was that about? There's, I, I'm like sitting here going, there is stuff. <laughs> there is stuff. <laughs> we'll get to it. But the stuff we do know is that he's revealed to be an android. That's the like big twist. Yeah. I, so TJ, you were asking if we saw it coming. I did. Yeah. I saw it. I th- saw it from episode one. I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie. I actually thought I did one of those things. We've talked about this in past episodes where I thought it was already revealed and was then surprised <laughs> when it turned out it hadn't been revealed. <laughs> yeah. Like when he, when he went to go take his glove and they saw this, just the scarring. Right. Yeah. And I was just like, well, yeah, because he's an android. Why? Thank what? you. Like <laughs> in the well, in the very beginning, he takes off that glowy collar thing, and yeah. I all of the androids have it on, so I just assumed that was an android thing. But maybe it was mm. actually like a handcuff. <laughs> like, did I just think I had a clue and I guessed correctly? I don't well, know. <laughs> my theory. I went back and looked at this, so Please. I actually have a theory about that. Is that because he's not he's not like a full android right because he's he's something else entirely yeah so he's a human who's had his brain replaced wait 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 TJ. No, okay. I kind of figured that out already. Okay. I was like, this stuff is not well, real. I swear it way faster than I thought I was he going to bleed. <laughs> he can bleed. So I assume yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a human who was yeah. taken and like turned into something. Yeah. Like he's maybe half yeah. robot. So he's a full android. He's just part android. He's like not totally cyborg, not totally android, not totally human is how they describe him. Yeah. He's he's a hybrid. Yeah. 
So I figure like the androids have these things like at their necks and at the shoulders and stuff like that, but those are like built-ins, yeah. right? Those but are he ports, doesn't have the built-ins right? because his body wasn't built the same way. So they have to like add them on. Oh, it was like an adapter. Yeah, it was like an adapter. <laughs> so is his hand thing like under his skin or did he pry it yes. off? Is that no. what the scar is? You'll no, get it's, into it. It's in there. It's in there. It's, it's, it's okay. in there. There's Absolutely. more Because at that. the end of season one, it does show it. And I was yeah. like, well, is that a flashback or is that like under no. his skin? Okay. It's under his skin. Yeah. My first time reading this, I started it before it was a Webtoon original. Oh, yeah. I think they got like almost halfway through season one and then they took it all off and mm-hmm. started over from the <gasps> beginning i hate oh that so much God. and i love it because they and get more money and torture. all that whole thing but i was just like oh no you're yeah. gonna be no so i think that's kind of where i fell off the wagon i think okay um like because i told you it had been a while since i'd picked this one up which is right. why i had to binge read this afternoon um so i kind of fell off when they started over and then i binge read the second half i think and then, you know, season two has started and I'm just yeah. getting back into it. But mm-hmm. I remember my first uh, read through, I didn't expect him to be an android just because, like you were saying, he could bleed and stuff. So, like, I knew something was up, but I was like, well, he can't be an android. Yeah. And then, of course, you find out he is. And then I just reread today. And yeah, right when you see that scar on his hand, it's like, oh, obviously he's a fucking android. <laughs> thematically he had to be you know what I mean because what Mm -hmm. is all this stuff about like fucking androids at the beginning if he turned out to not be an android I was like true yes but I couldn't figure out why he could bleed and stuff but uh it gets into that in season two yeah I I really love the metaphor and the themes which I'm sure we'll talk about later we will absolutely get into that believe we will but first we have to talk about Donnie Ali because yes. my boy, I love Wait, this guy okay. so yes. much. But I'm not done Jensen yet because I <laughs> we can't. As you move should. On. Okay. <laughs> I mean Skunk Twink is kind of amazing, but Donnie's my boy. I know. We, I we like were talking books. about this in Messenger where every time there's Bronwyn's one and my one. This is usually the truth for TJ and I as well, though it sounds like we're both on Team Jim Twink. <laughs> I do like both of them, but oh, I do Jens, there's something about Jensen, like yeah. his lines had me going a bit more. Yeah. And I'd be like, I just, Yeah, I love you. It's yeah. the he's the traumatized emo one. Mm-hmm. That's always gonna be the one I go for. And Brown was always gonna love her himbo. When he I gets love the haircut. Himbo. That hair well, her, his hair at the beginning was fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> but the, I just like a good dye job. He oh, looked yeah. real slutty with that dye job. That and dye, especially, especially, I will say, it's season two when it's grown back out a little, but still dyed. Oh, so yes. Like, I, he, ha- he has, like, this like, androgynous thing going on. Yes. Like, the long hair, and then he goes it. butch, and now he's yep. kind of, like, in between. At the start I know, of I love. We're going to get into this in art, but holy crap, the mm-hmm. art game in season two has up. Uh, it's, oh. uh, well, yeah, we'll get into it, but it's, it's unreal. unfair how yeah. hot everyone is in this yeah. comic. <laughs> With music go with art as well because yeah we'll we talk have, we yeah talk that's where that. I have it too yeah. oh my god but yes okay we can talk about Donnie, Donnie. now go to himbo. Yes. Himbo. Oh, I love me a sunshine himbo he's, he's so cute. so dumb but he, so cute and still so stuck to his convictions I just yeah there is nothing about Donnie I don't love I do he, love how unwavering his he's love unwavering is. Like, he's loyal he's 
just a hint of dumb, just the right yeah. amount of dumb. <laughs> I don't know. I'm on, I'm with Briggs on this one. I don't think he's just a hint of dumb. Okay. No, fair enough. All him right. Thinking, he's the right <laughs> amount of dumb. Him thinking he can hide a convicted, like wanted felon while being the most famous person in the whole city. And still going out on dates. And still yeah. going outside. Literally every five minutes, he's like, do you want to go outside? We should like, go on a date. And I'm like, absolute, no. Absolute dumb himbo. What is you. wrong with you? You're so pretty. <laughs> he is lucky he is so pretty he is really pretty <laughs> and he attracts grumpy uh smart people to him which he i really, really enjoy because yeah. he collects them like pokemon <laughs> yes yes he does i do uh-huh. like that he's a cyborg and like yeah, me too. Yeah. kind of tying into the theme like i just yeah. love that aspect of his character metaphorically right. too i do, yeah. i agree and like that also being um uh, disability representation yes. was really yeah. cool as well. I didn't even think about that. Like, yeah. my mind was on like the queerness allegory. Oh yeah, the, we'll get into both like, for sure. My, like my, oh, yeah. I wasn't thinking like literally. Like so. Uh-huh. No, I, I think the the mind. author's notes go into it a little bit more in the yeah. literally as well. Yeah. It's both, and they're like, I like. Nice. Like they bring it right up into the content warnings too. Yeah, where, no, you know, I saw where you, you get oh, yeah. disability well, he, aids. And- okay, you have seen that. Then okay, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe you when they take it. his arms away, yeah. was, that was very that was sad. rough. Very, oh my god, it was yeah, yeah. it was rough. Oof. Yeah, Oof. I really felt his like helplessness there. Yeah, and like he was losing a piece of himself. Yeah, yeah, it was that powerful. was so deeply uncool. Like, like that, he like couldn't hide like because his oh, arms look human and then when they replaced them with the basic robot looking ones like everyone knew what he was and it was traumatizing yeah. it was oh my god it was and rough it, it, that was like that was that was oh god like taking somebody's <laughs> bodily autonomy from them like that like yeah. that I don't like to throw the word rape around, but that's what that felt yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it reminds is. me of that Falcon and Winter Soldier. Scene. I was going to say, I was like, I've already brought up Bucky once. I'm so glad that, I wasn't the one to yeah, do it again. <laughs> that had the, where they took his arm off to like disarm him. split yes. the fandom in half. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> People were shook. I feel yeah. like it was such a short moment in the show to the yeah. point where, like, I don't even know if the writers realized what they were doing. Oh, God, no. They but in this no comic, way. like, the writer was very aware. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah. this is written by a woman, and I think that makes a difference. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just throw that out there. The bodily autonomy thing being more thought out might be. Yeah. Not that, I mean, I, I wasn't the director of Falcon and Winter Soldier, a woman, but I just, the writers weren't, I don't think. I don't know. Somebody fact check me on that. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I Fair think enough. the director was a woman, but I might be wrong. Anyway. I will Wait. ask, okay, who is, because I know your first answer to this question uh-huh. for both of you, yeah. All right. who is your second favorite character besides the love interest? Oh, okay, I was going to say, other than the two, who's yeah. after them? Yeah. That's, That's hard. Tough. I have I have th- two people that come up for me. Mm-hmm. In season one, it's probably Monday. Yeah. In okay. season two, it's Dell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same for Same. you, Bronwyn? Yeah, there. Briggs is up there, but probably Monday or Dell. Briggs yeah. is up there for me too, but oh, Dell. Yeah. <laughs> Dell is so. This might be a minor spoiler, TJ, but you're just gonna have to deal with this one. You're fine. I, I'm, <laughs> good with, I'm good with mild spoilers. Dell is a non-binary ace person, so I'm like so nice. represented. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dell is high key cool. Dell is absolutely Raphael from Shadowhunters, but oh also my god. <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. So does Del use he, him pronouns still? He, they, she, any, whatever. Nice. Yeah. And then, uh, anything's good as long as you use their name. Yeah. Cause no. okay. the other name, like being dead named. Yeah. The other oh, name is their gotcha. dead name. We find out. No. Um, and also their ace. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. I know. Yeah. I lo- fucking love Del. But well, yes, like, they Del- have, they did kind of have a vibe almost with Jensen yeah. with his long hair. Like yeah there's a lot of gender play in this like that people Mm. are not like very stereotyped gender wise no and i love that like right up to and including lena like i love lena oh my god lena lena so grumpy lena can step on me but this is what i mean by him attracting grumpy people he has briggs dell lena jensen like yep yeah i love even that monday gets day. a little vibey from time to time like yeah, being, yeah. like monday is amazing and super sweet and very supportive and all the things but you just know you yeah. push her just that little bit 100%. and she's gonna cut a bitch 100%. <laughs> i do love this scene with lena where she where they we meet for the first time yeah and like you think like oh she's just a hard ass like and she kind of he kind of wins her over and then she's like no like i know what you are like what yeah. the fuck and I was like oh like it's such a good subversion of my yeah. expectations yes yeah. exactly she's smart yeah, yeah she's smart and she's like really supportive of Jensen which I think is cute there's I think it's at the end of season one now I can't even remember there's a scene with uh Lena and Jensen um where you think she's gonna be a hard ass to him and instead yeah. she's just like you do belong together yeah <laughs> Yeah. She ships it. <laughs> I love that she ships it. Oh my god, that was good. Like join uh, us. Yes. I have to say, like while I love Lena, my second favorite character besides the love interest, of course, yeah. mm-hmm. um, the cop. Shockingly, well, I actually like her too. No, I like her too. Yeah. What's her name? Do you remember? Uh, Hunam. God. Detective Hunam. I don't oh, call yes. cops by their first name. No. <laughs> Or their last name. We don't know her. I don't know if we even know her first name. No, I Uh, think she's really interesting, though. She is an interesting character for a lot of reasons. I do, too. And I think she really is. She's going on the classic Thirsty on Tune uh, cop to not cop journey. (laughs) Some of our favorite characters go on. She is the Jim Gordon. She is the Jim Gordon. Yeah, she's not there yet, though. No, no, no. Neither is Jim Gordon. And it's I mean, that's fair. Neither is Jim Gordon. (laughs) (laughs) He's been on that journey since the the 40s. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I just think she was such a good antagonist. And then, and then when not. Jensen was basically like a cab, yeah. <laughs> like, if you're not doing anything to actively yeah, stop the bad it. cops, you yeah. are complicit. Thousand and, percent. Like that speech was great. And then yep. just her reaction of like, right. shit, you're right. Like, well, I'm he pointed out to her, so he's good. like, you are a woman and a cyborg. You need to tell me you're treated fairly. And right. she was just like, ooh. He made some points. She's a cyborg. <laughs> so she's got to be queer. <laughs> Plus that haircut. Queer, like, right? <laughs> I mean, she definitely went home to her wife and talked that through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we not we not talked about Briggs that much yet. Briggs is the the android boss. Yep. I love Briggs. She gave me major long way to a small angry planet vibes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, I loved her. Yeah, that backstory with like her wife was so sad. I know. Oh, the fact that it was like 50 years they were together, right? I really love that she can lie and she can defy stuff that they're not supposed to be able to do. I hope we get more like on how, like, what did how, how has she done this? Yeah, I think we're going to. I I think so too. That's a big thing in predictions for me. I agree, and like the fact that she appears so young 
but she's obviously like old like yeah. that has me intrigued of like oh like are all these cyborgs like oh yeah they could old, be any age like, immortal? Right? like how does that affect their yeah as long as interpretation well of things yeah <laughs> you know and she yeah. maintains herself so exactly can yep. we talk about the first love interest from the very beginning oh, got- ambrose yeah <laughs> I felt so, okay. He has a type. He likes a small twink. Right? Yes. <laughs> oh my he god! He sure does. And he likes them a little on the aggressive side because let's be mm. honest, Ambrose definitely initiated. Yeah, definitely. Oh god. Yeah, his um, ex was like, "You got to be rough with him, man." Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know, oh, yeah. Stella. He bends over for anyone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> pegged him. I was not <laughs> expecting her. Uh, Jed said to punch her in the. Oh my god, I love that so much. He has was, like some anger issues. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how did you feel about? So when he was like, "Oh no!" Like that was hot. Like I'm glad you defended me, and I was like, "I don't know though." He just like punched a girl straight in the I face. I mean, I will say that they. God, this is going to happen. <laughs> this is going to keep happening, TJ, and I'm so she, sorry. She they a- have a legit conversation about this in season two. Oh, okay. Because yeah. it had me kind of like, I don't know how I felt about that. No, no. No, his they definitely anger, talk about it. Yeah, okay. without spoiling anything, his anger becomes a major plot point that is discussed and brought up. So it, it's, at that moment, I think everyone was like, well, it was Stella. But then later right. on, they're like, actually, as a pattern, this is a problem. Yeah. Granted, yeah. I think that any of us in this room would have been like, it's probably the problem the first time it happens. But, you know, Donnie is a himbo. Well, the yes. second time, when he hits the little girl, when she's attacking them, I was like, all right, that was fine. That was- she had it coming. Yeah. She was trying to murder them. Some major kick-ass Look, She actually <laughs> was a murder baby. Right. <laughs> oh, I was screaming at Donnie. I was like, no, let him kill her. <laughs> right? Like, but those two punches, like, so close together, yeah. I was like, he's not afraid to hit a bitch. No. <laughs> Even if it was a nine-year-old Look, bitch. We support women's rights and women's wrongs. Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And also Jensen, apparently. Yeah. We support our murder babies. I, yeah. You know, you, you were not on in the last episode, TJ, but we did come down unequivocally on the side of murder last episode. I'm glad you I'm glad you can acknowledge when a woman needs to be punched in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I think the fact that this is written by a woman stands out no, I'm, again. I'm being completely you know, serious. I know that's the thing, right? Because I feel like every time somebody is like, oh, you want feminism? So you want people to be able to punch you in the face? And I'm like, not just in general. But if I <laughs> like, deserve it. There sure. are definitely moments at which sure. that might be, you know, an understandable like reaction. Yeah. A fair fight. Yeah. <laughs> Only I by think- Jensen. <laughs> yes, only when Jensen does it. Look, there's a Pussifer song where it says, "You seem like someone who has never been punched in the fucking face." Yeah. That's okay. We have your remedy. Yeah, hundred percent. Sometimes, sometimes. Look, and for everyone who's listening, and like, did you just say the nine-year-old deserved it? Look, look yes, that was a kick. That was a the look, um, Stella. The we can go kick-ass. back and forth on because yeah. she was just being an asshole. Okay, and just being an asshole doesn't necessarily warrant violence. <laughs> That said, the self-defense, straight up myrtleizing people, right? You need to put that shit down. Again, (laughs) she reminded me of the kid from Kick-Ass. I can't remember what that character's name is. Yes, Hit Girl. Yeah, she reminded me of Hit Girl. And sometimes you just gotta punch Hit Girl in the face. It's true. (laughs) When Jensen hit the ex, that was like a total Will Smith situation. I know. And I was on his side. (laughs) Like I'm on Jensen's side as well. Yeah, but they had it coming. 
Like, are there other options to violence? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Did it still feel kind of satisfying? Also, yes. Right. (laughs) Yes. Oh, God. We're all going to get canceled. Oh, my God. So, okay. No, I don't know. This is the episode. (laughs) A large portion of Twitter defended Will Smith. Uh, You were right. But we are not Will Smith. So, only the other half will cancel us. Yes. The other half are probably not listening to our podcast. I'm going to put up a poll. (laughs) Canceled or not canceled? Let's talk about Army Hammer next. Oh, yeah. No, no I mean, I'm ready. That would be on track I'm, for the TC. I, it really would. I'm telling you, the Timothy Chalamet cannibal movie is coming out. I just saw the trailer. Oh, he would play Jensen if this was a movie. No. Timothy Chalamet. No, no. Oh, come on. He is the wrong type. So? He is oh. so not. Look at the face that Bronwyn's making. Look what you did. Oh, my goodness. I'm He's sorry. not. He's the wrong type for that. Who would play him if you had to pick right now? Okay, right I now, have not done my appropriate research. I am not getting myself into a fan cast situation. Okay. I am proud of my fan cast. I will get back okay. to you. But the, I want you to send it to me later. I will. Timothy Chalamet plays a very specific type of character. I don't think he could do this. No. Because this character needs to be like a hot, twinky Sebastian Stan. Like it needs to be that type, but not, mm-hmm. you know, okay. young, young twink version. Mm-hmm. Sebastian Stan and Gossip Girl, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I, I can't think who that is. I'm trying to like picture young actors, but I can't think of anyone that's like that. But somebody, somebody out there knows who would fit in that. Maybe like the oh. kid who played Eddie in Stranger Things. No. Joseph Quinn. No. <laughs> CJ, your personal attractive attraction to specific people does not mean they would be good in the role. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, okay, I'm sure he would do a good job. Uh-huh. And? <laughs> I'm going to stop there. Broadway, uh, <laughs> he would be good as Jensen. He could actually pull it off. Sure. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, ju- I'm just teasing it. I'm going to turn you this, like, recording off. And we're gonna- <laughs> right? Oh, my God. All right. Awesome. Tweet at us and let us know your fan cast. All right. There's two Is calls it, for uh, this Timothy episode. Chalamet or it's not? not? That can't be the option. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet or Joseph Quinn. Okay, to <laughs> clarify, Timothy Chalamet is not who I would personally pick. No. But yeah. if Hollywood was making this and was like, "Oh, we need a, I just we need don't a think twink," so, because like, I think he might look like a twink, but he plays like a Victorian orphan. Like he doesn't, <laughs> he can't do this role. I okay, just you're don't right. Believe it. He doesn't have the muscle to he do to have, be like, convincing. Exactly. He ha- this has to be a murder baby. So I was trying to think of who could play a murder baby. Yeah, that's fair. Is Ronald furiously Ronald is, making a is, fan is cast? Absolutely doing this. Yeah. That's what's happening. We just got to keep vamping. She's gone for a while. Yep. <laughs> We've lost her. Now I'm sending you a picture. Oh my goodness. <laughs> She's going to have beaten us both, just so you know this is what she does. Gavin Casalegno. Oh, that name sounds real familiar. Yeah, I'm going to just tweet it Gavin. to you guys. I'll be right there. Gavin Cass. Ooh. I'm trying to think like who's really hot. Oh like, my god! Uh, show me, show me on the screen. I don't have my phone. Show you on the screen. I don't even <laughs> know if you can see it. Show me via Zoom. Oh, oh. So we both pull up the same picture. Is he is from it, Teen Wolf? Is he the from? Oh, isn't he? He might be from the later seasons of Teen Wolf, isn't he? So I, I maybe my mind is just on Teen Wolf, but I was thinking like, no, no. who's really hot? And I was like, the Teen Wolf cast is really hot. They are really and hot. And they're making a new show and a new movie. And like, there's a couple younger 
actors that they've picked recently that I'm like, they're very attractive. I feel like they could play. Let me Jensen. see if he's on team. He was on Vampire Diaries. Oh, he, yeah. That's he's his the IMDb look. there. there you he's go. on the vampire one. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Not the wolf one. He's on the vampire one. How did you find him, Bronwyn? I so have a gift. <laughs> he does this like half of our episode. She just like fan cast this amazing. I don't even. Did know. you? What did you Google? Was it? I'm not going to tell you what I Googled because it got actor? me to a very bad place first. Well, no, you not a very bad place. Just not a shareable one. You were like <laughs> brunette twinks in my area. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who hasn't Googled that? I mean, like. All right. Does that wrap up our characters? We did it. We did it. I think we talked about literally everyone who is a character. I think we um, might have. The witch some. is a great, the witch is a great villain. Oh my God. Say. Such a good villain. She's very creepy. She's yes. very, very creepy. I love her. I mean, and the father. I don't, but I do. The father yeah, can kiss my ass, right? <laughs> he's a good antagonist, but he's not he's even a good, good villain. He's just a pain in my ass. Yeah, he's annoying. <laughs> he's oh, it's such a problem speaking of people who need to be punched in the face yeah father mainly yeah yes oh that has to happen right jensen's definitely gotta fight that dad (laughs) i feel like jensen's like that (laughs) he's like the little wind-up toy and you just point him in the direction you want him to punch (laughs) (laughs) i feel like yeah we compared him to ijen early on and i think that's like somewhat true but i think ijen has some control yes Jensen is always just like one wrong look away from snapping somebody's Bitch, neck. Twitch. <laughs> you got him a wind-up toy, and I'm like, it would be on the back of his head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where his, his That's where the hair band is. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. I he twists his hair band. We support we support his murderous ways. I'm, yes. I'm here for it. It's fine. We it's fine when he unequivocally does it. on the side of murder. <laughs> really, we really have landed hard in that the last few episodes. Apparently. And- I think we're just Look, going fictional for it. murder, okay? Fictional. Yeah. <laughs> fictional. <laughs> well, there's the episode title. Fictional wink. Fictional <laughs> wink. All right. Chips. 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 I actually uh, do have more than one. I was I kind of was shocked because <laughs> Monday and Lena? Yep. <laughs> yeah. I have... dating, right? Yep. I think so. Yes. yes. Yeah. I, so. I have three. <gasps> what is your third? Dell and peace. <laughs> Just want him okay. to have some fucking peace of mind. What about Amazing. like Briggs and her dead lover? What about oh, what about Briggs and the cop? <gasps> oh. I gotta crash, crash it. I like it. I gotta crash it. Briggs and cop. Amazing. Oh, I like that. So obviously we've talked like a ton of ton of ton about Jensen and Donnie, but we gotta talk about them as a as a pair. Yes. Yes, I, I love Donnie for so many reasons, but one of the things I love about him is that he just, he's kind of all in, like he never has those moments of self-doubt, like, you know, uh-huh. he's like, oh, I have feelings, yay. <laughs> yeah. Even, there were several moments where I expected him to like waver, where people are messing with him, like the witch is messing with him, mm-hmm. well, I can't remember if TJ has read that. Um, <laughs> anyway, the witch messes with him at one point, don't know if that's in season one or two. Um, I think and- so. I think okay. that's the season finale. Yeah. Is that the season finale? Okay. And then like, you know, the, uh, the cops are trying to get him to turn on Jensen and he doesn't wait, like not even no. for a second. Does he think miss would be better for me? he's like, no, I'm in now. <laughs> well, and I think also like one of the things that I really admire about him as a character and him as a part of a couple is that yeah. he's not in it because of how Jensen feels about him. 
no. he's in it because about how he feels about Jensen. Yeah. And that level of self-ownership, like that is yeah. an incredible skill that lots of people would benefit from having more yeah. of. Yeah. Like you shouldn't do things because of what other people will do for you, will feel for you, will do. You should do things because of an internal motivation. Yeah. That's the only way to be truly rewarded for your actions is to have that internal gratification, right? Yeah. Now, not to say that external gratification isn't great. It absolutely is, but you can't count on it. It's not something yeah. you control, you know, so you don't give thank you gifts expecting to get something in return. You give thank you gifts because you're gra- grateful for something somebody did for you. You know, yeah. you express that gratitude, however you do. But if you're only saying thank you or giving cards or giving gifts because you want somebody to acknowledge that, you're the asshole. There's an FYI. Uh, 100%. Yeah. My thoughts are they're both really hot. Uh, and I'm good for that. My main thing I want to contribute is at the very end of season one, where it's, it gets into like, how do they really feel about each other? Yeah. And Jensen is like, well, I haven't really known him that long, but like, I do really care about him. And then um, Donnie in rehab is like, I love him. There is a reason for that. Yes. <laughs> but I'm just saying like. No, like, no, no. But I, hurts, they actually I love how do. he's all in. And then Jensen yeah. is a little bit more like reserved yeah. about it. They do, get in, they do get into like why that is. And I think yes. that this counts as a minor spoiler. So I'm going to go ahead and talk about it. But they get into the fact that Jensen, knowing that he's an android, is not certain that he could perceive love. That did cross my mind. Yeah. And that's what it is. It, like clearly he can and does. And that's even how Donnie but responds to it. he has so much it. self-doubt. Right. Because he doesn't know what he is. And oh, it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts so good. And I just, I, I love that Donnie supports him in that. Yes. It's just like, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. It's you that I love. Whatever that, that is. It doesn't matter how you respond. It doesn't matter how you yeah. identify that. It doesn't matter. But this is yeah. what I want. Yeah. Oh, love it. Like if this is what you're feeling, it's real, no matter where yeah, it's coming right? from. Thousand percent. Oh, themes. <laughs> I, I mean, we can tread right into themes unless anyone has any more crack ships to throw out there. I, I just want to like... bring up the scene right before they have sex where he takes the glove off and then oh. Jensen just starts crying. Oh, and he's just like, so you never judge me. Like, that yeah. was just so sweet. God, I love it. Oh my God. Just all the flirting leading up to their kissing. And oh my God. The blushing. They so are. Oh, the blushing is high key it's so sweet yeah (laughs) i don't have any more words they were like down bad fast (laughs) my point i mean they're so hot both of them right donnie's like if you weren't so cute or so hot like maybe i wouldn't be this nice to you and i'm like yeah i guess yeah I mean, I, I'm sure that is where it starts. I mean, he like literally got yeah, stars, yeah. like stars and hearts in his eyes when he saw him. So yeah, we know the whole I mean, he was driving the ship for a while. Let's be fair. <laughs> you know, this hot man hey. just literally fell out of the sky and landed on it. Landed so- <laughs> in his lap from above. <laughs> who, who is to say no to such a thing? It's a braver man than I, I Gungadin. I pray every day that a twink is going to fall out of the sky. <laughs> waiting in ready arms you mean that isn't how you met nick (laughs) (laughs) he was a twink once upon a time that was before i met him though (laughs) 
<laughs> now you're just old and married. Yeah. Now we hate each other. Yeah. Of no. You've been married for a year. <laughs> of course, you hate each other now. What a year. Oh. <laughs> it's a rough journey in that year. <laughs> Nick doesn't have to edit this episode. He'll never know I said that. <laughs> the only reason he listens to our other show. Right. right. <laughs> But like, oh, I love you, Nick. Oh, um, but if like, I mean, if we are going to roll into themes, then let's let's talk a little bit about that. Let's talk a little bit about the theme about what defines humanity, what defines yes. us as people, what defines us um, as our emotions. Like we, you know, it actually kind of goes into that. Like, yeah. there's people who you know feel their emotions. There's people who emulate emotions, and then there's the well, what's motivating that emulation? Yeah. I really loved um, Jensen discussing, like, I don't know if I can trust my emotions because I'm simulating them. Is it conversation I feel like I have with people in the therapy room, like weekly when I work mm. with people who are neurodivergent, like, I, right? Like, I don't know if I can trust my emotions because I am copying other people, but they are your, they are your emotions. They are, you just arrived at them differently than I would. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, like legitimately, that's a thing that I grew up with. Yeah, was how I learned to interact with the world was by watching what was successful in other people and copying it. It's how I learned how to do everything. It's how I learned every social interaction I've ever done. Like this, Mm -hmm. now that knowledge is here and I have this baseline and I have a well of my own experience to draw from. But it's that's it's still putting that together from an analytical perspective. And it's not to say I'm not an emotional person. I absolutely am. I think that the metaphor of him specifically, of Jensen specifically, the part of him that is android is his brain, yeah. is a comment on neurodiversity. Yeah. Mm. You know, yeah. it reminds me of, I hate to invoke his name. <laughs> it's going to be Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon. It is. Yeah. There was a, a very tiny show. There was a show that has been is forgotten it about. Buffy? Oh, no. Oh, which one? Dollhouse. Oh, oh I love Dollhouse. Dollhouse okay, is so good. Yeah. If you have a weekend to watch 26 episodes, go watch it. I think yeah. it's on like Hulu or something. Yeah. Anyway, that show really gets into like people whose memories and personality are replaced and they're constructed mm. by man. And then it's kind of like, it gets into the theme of like, um, who is real and who isn't like Mm -hmm, if your personality has been constructed are you a real person do you have a soul even if you're not the original you know yeah Um, but this kind of reminds me of that in terms of like if you are experiencing something and it is real to you like who is someone else to tell you that you are not real exactly oh god that's to judge that experience right there's the best episode of Star Trek is the episode where they put, I, I've made TJ yes, watch this one too. I know what the you're one where they about. put data on trial to decide yeah. if he's if he has autonomy or not. And this definitely yeah. was that's going an even my better. Head. That's yeah. better than mine. Yours relates to I mean, mine just doesn't have Joss Whedon in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why it's better. Yeah. But <laughs> Stollhouse has Tamo Pennicut and he's fabulous. Mm. Oh, so good. That cast so, is so good. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about the theme of like, uh, this being a, an android or a cyborg is like a metaphor for queerness or being yes, a please. minority like yes. just I love um, that Donnie like I think he's bi right you yes he prefer. is bi or pan um, yeah. yeah I don't know that they specify his phone had like the bi colors on his background I was gonna say I think point. I did but I can't be but, like, wrong I, like, I was like alright I guess he's bi but like I love that it's like oh like no he's an android like he's he's, or he's a cyborg 
Uh, right, sorry, he's a cyborg. So, like he is half something, half something else. Yeah, like, I did okay, love that like, as well. There's that like vibe <laughs> metaphor, and then yeah, and then, like every android we meet, like yeah, the fact when we meet Briggs that she just got like hate crimed, yeah, and she's like no, like. I she basically said like she deserved it like it didn't matter yeah and I, like that just like looking at that as the metaphor of like queerness I was like oh, God, I know that hit right. well, well they also like in case it wasn't explicit enough um they put uh Donnie in conversion therapy yeah I mean yeah. that is how conversion therapy is done where it is still done in this country that was rough oh god it was a really hard that scene was, it was rough the art in that was incredible and it was yeah. it was made to be as rough as possible because you're yeah. getting this like this conversion therapy and you're mm-hmm. seeing him decline and but it's so subtle and you know yeah. his face gets thinner and his the circles under his eyes get darker and the bruising at his neck gets oh more significant and because they're literally cuffing him by the neck to the table but then not just that but the details around his missing limbs like they've already taken the arms that he made for himself the pieces of himself that he created for himself and they've destroyed them and they've replaced them with pieces of the machine like you know the corporate structure the Mm -hmm. this is who you should be or the pieces that we approve of and give to you and then they take even those away yeah. to minimize his power. And all you see left is the rugged scars. Yeah. Oh, and I think this is so important. And, you know, I think a lot of people, and you can tell me, Broadwood, how much you know about how fucked up we are here in the U.S. But um, a lot of people don't realize just how this is still very much happening. Oh, God. Um, and we only, our government only stopped contributing money to conversion therapy last year. What? Most people didn't know we were contributing money to it until they announced they were stopping. Uh, but that was last year. And they're still, they still are running as a therapist. I will say no licensed therapist is allowed to do conversion therapy, but you know, people with no license are doing it still. So. Oh, that is so horrifying. Yeah. So our like psychologists, people who study psychology have not done it since the seventies, but you know, Christian groups and stuff have continued up till now. So, and still are legal in many States. I did the concept of people calling themselves Christian and putting somebody through that, like just the inability to grasp irony. Well, there's a, okay. If you want to go, if we got to go back to my like cult documentaries, there's a really good documentary on Netflix called pray away. And it goes into the people who ran the conversion therapy camp, like the biggest ones in the U S and how they were, they are gay. And most of them actually got themselves out of it and then like deprogrammed themselves and then realized they've been doing it to other people. And it's like, it's a very powerful documentary if wow. you mind being soups depressed. Um, but all of the people that were running it pretty much have gone, you know, gone back to living their truth as gay people now. So, wow. Yeah. I think that's part of why this webtoon is so good. Like not just mm-hmm. the characters are great, not just the yeah. plot is great, but like yeah. the themes as you're saying are so relevant. Like people are still getting hate crimed. Yeah. People are yep. still getting judged for being with a certain person because of yep. how they appear or, yeah. you know, like, uh, yeah. And, and like, well absolutely. And like, we talked a lot about like metaphors for queerness instead of just 
you know, showing queerness because mm-hmm. like the X-Men have been a metaphor for queerness at different mm-hmm. times. Uh, vampires and like, um, yep. what's that? What am I thinking of? True Blood. That's true. Blood. Yep. The tr- God hates oh, fangs. There is a True I've never Blood podcast. <laughs> That is official. It has two of the actresses it's from the yeah, show. Jessica. It. Yes, it's Jessica. I've been listening to it this is last it good? week. Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying so it. I'm curious. I need to listen. Oh my Jessica. God. Jessica. I've been watching Interview with the Vampire <laughs> and it got Ooh, me down this I'm dying to show. watch that actually. Yeah. yeah. I, I have it's a good. Shutter account if you want to watch it. I guess I'll have to cut that out of the podcast, but you can jump <laughs> on my Shutter account. Yes, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I will take you up. Then you can also watch Queer, uh, what is it called? The Queer Horror Documentary. Queer for, for fear. Queer <gasps> for yes. fear. Yes. It's yes. so good. Okay. Yes. Sponsored by Shudder. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Shudder, if you want to sponsor us. Yes, we, did, we did say we were pro murder earlier. Though, yes. But, so you might want to consider that. Um. <laughs> but yeah, like the fact that they're like the metaphor is there, but also yeah. everyone is explicitly queer. Yeah, I think exactly. That drives home that this I is think, intentional. And it's, it's also so just not as messy as most yeah. of the metaphors usually are. But yeah, go ahead, Robin. Right. I, I just I think it's also really interesting as a metaphor for queerness because it covers a full range of queerness to some degree or another, yeah. because um, you have <laughs> Jensen and Donnie who, you know, at first glance don't qualify as straight passing because obviously mm-hmm. they're both men. But when you think about it in the terms of the metaphor, because uh, Jensen passes as human, yeah, it's, it's that metaphor for queerness that isn't classic queerness. You're right. So right. Like people like myself, you know, my, you know, my husband and I are both queer. Yeah. But we are straight passing. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, no, you're so right. <laughs> I Going off for me- of the, uh, the straight passing idea, the scene where they kiss for the first time and then Donnie's like, oh no, like I should have asked, like, Aww. I don't even know if you're gay. And he's like, oh, I'm into it. Yeah, I He's like, I just panic every time I feel an emotion. It's fine. Says, it's I should have known you wear fingerless gloves. <laughs> that line got me. Such I was like, because look, we know he's wearing them for a purpose, but they didn't have to be fingerless. No, that, is, that was a choice. Yeah, also, I, what does that say about Gambit, our bisexual king, I guess? Oh, so bi. Oh my God. There is nothing straight about Gambit. Let's Gambit and Rogue are bisexual couple. I oh, just yeah. can't, 100%. I can't believe anything else. And the fingerless gloves prove it. So yeah. There I was go. reading, apparently a few writers have tried to confirm Gambit as bi over the years. Yeah. One day it'll happen. I mean, God. You'll never convince me otherwise. Yeah, exactly. If all of the X-Men are not queer, then I don't know anything about queer people. Just look at them. Like Gambit <laughs> is up there with, um, what's his dude from, um, mm-hmm. oh God, Doctor Who, Jack Harkness. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. He has the exact same vibe. You're They're so the same right. vibe. Yeah. Like, yeah, right up there. Same exactly energy. the same. Yeah. Can't tell the difference between these two pictures. Not even. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I also love, like, we're talking about queerness broadly, but I think there's a lot of really fun gender play in this, like we mentioned earlier. Obviously, with Dell specifically, there's like a gender whatever character as he describes himself like in the second season, which I love, by the way. Yes. Oh, so are you non binary? And he's like, I'm. Uh, which I would love to be able to describe myself as meh. right uh, pan wave emotion you know? honestly that was one of my favorite whole sets of panels was no, that no. was just Dell being like I legitimately don't care yeah. about my pronoun but don't fuck up my name yeah 
I also just really loved <laughs> Donnie being like, I mean, I kind of guessed. I mean, look at you. <laughs> oh my gosh. His, That's what I was getting. I was like, he has the vibe. I know his little crop top. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my God. And they call out the crop top later. They They're like, all this space and you don't have room for a full length shirt. A full shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Can oh. we talk about Donnie in the fishnet shirt? Oh my god, yes. Oh, yes. For days, for days. Uh, that is a that was a good look. That was a good look. <laughs> this this is an unrelentingly horny comic. This is thirsty. Yeah. Every time they're think, shirtless, I'm like, oh, oh my, my god. god. They're they they push it right up to the uh censorship limit on webtoons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, like they really go as far as they can go before fading to black, which I love for them. Good for them. Oh yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my god yes i am here for it yeah yeah so in conclusion i have deep gender envy for dell and jensen actually <laughs> i like it i like it oh, and i feel super simpatico with uh with donnie i do that's yeah. very true you are a donnie you don't have as much anger as he has because he also has anger issues true they both have anger issues yeah. which I think it's probably me- because i get along with my family that's, you know <laughs> makes a difference which brings me to the like theme of uh, trauma and anger which I think is really really well handled Mm -hmm. um they the like PTSD flashbacks that Jensen has early on when he gets into the uh hologram yes that was rough but so well done oh my god yeah yes to all of that yeah I don't know that I had coherent thoughts about it other than that it was really good yeah a lot of his like triggers and whatever are really well handled as well repeatedly throughout and he's got a few and I mean honestly they have a few shared traumas too right because yeah like this is sort of post-apocalyptic right and there's there's definitely a lot of mention of like the the like numbered tremors right so there's obviously been a lot of tectonic activity and that's affected this is a very tall city for something that has um, I know experienced as much tectonic activity as it has. Like it that's seems like they've made concerning. some questionable choices. <laughs> yeah, definitely some questionable choices have been made. I mean, I am going out on a limb and trusting that they've taken some architectural design from Japan, and you know, know. everything is like foundational and based on oil. And you say that, but they have had twelve major earthquakes. I just don't know. <laughs> Yeah, and they and were I think they're just getting, building on top of the rubble because, you know, as you pan down and it makes really good use of that vertical scroll, we'll, we'll yes. touch more on that in art, yes. but oh, wow, the vertical scroll is well done. But sometimes you, in like, there are certain uh, episodes where you get that scroll down and it's almost like you're scrolling through the levels of the city and you have like, you have the top levels and then like the sky levels. And then right. you have below, you have like the, the under city and then you have the under under city. And like, you get like the people buried in the half cyborg, half skull kind of like, people that are kind of just squished and lost yeah. in between layers and like oof. yeah it's rough yeah so i'm just saying they've had 12 of these and that still have uh, <laughs> things falling down at number 12 so i don't know how good they're doing <laughs> yeah <laughs> lessons should have been learned and i'm not 100 sure they have no i mean <laughs> i'm not sure what exactly the government is other than that they have a military police that seem to do everything so i'm and not sure some kind of council yeah, there's a council. You're right. But you know what? I hear council and I see the witch. I mm. I, I think so. I think she's powerful. I, I mean, maybe she isn't the council, but she definitely has her fingers in all the little council pockets. 
I mean, what even is, is she's the... his mom? I Ooh. think so too. I'm with you on that. Yanni's mom. It's my. Favorite. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think so too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll that see. would track. I mean, there's stuff about yeah. the mom yeah. that you haven't read yet, TJ. Yeah. So maybe you're right. Jensen's mom. No, no, no. Donnie's mom. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jensen's mom for sure is dead. We saw. Do that. you yeah, so. know? She, she dead, dead. <laughs> As of now, do you know if she is the witch no. or not? We do not. No. Okay. Okay. No. We could have, you know, we could have taken this moment to really mess with him. <laughs> Just start making up stuff that definitely didn't happen in season two. <laughs> oh my God. We absolutely should have done that. Crap. I was really no. shocked when Jensen died in the fifth episode. <laughs> <laughs> he just turned into a bunch of flowers and that was, was really weird. It was really like, I, I kind of lost the metaphor a little bit when he turned into flowers, but it was a really artistically beautiful moment. <laughs> yes. Yep. I, I mean, wasn't expecting Donnie to immediately go back to Stella, though. That was a real surprise. I know. I, although I am kind of pulling for that hinted trifecta with uh, with Ambrose there. So. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> okay. None of that is real, listener. Uh, uh, or is it? <laughs> you got me thinking about like who I related to more. Yeah. In the story, and I'm like, like I wish I was a Jensen, but You're I Donnie. think. It, I think I'm a Donnie and I think Nick is a Jensen. Yeah. Okay. So welcome to my world, TJ. I am like always, always want to be the cat and I'm always the dog. Like I want to be, um, I'm the golden retriever from Heartstopper. Like I'm a Nick, but I want to be. Yeah. Charlie. I want to be a Charlie, but I'm I a- am a Charlie. See, and this is why, I'm an this is why yeah. we have the dynamics we have. Because <laughs> you and me and Bronwyn and me have the same dynamics. You and me, Teach. <laughs> it's same so wavelength. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's facts because I'm always the chaotic troubled one. <laughs> so is Steve more of a Jensen? He is, but don't tell him that. Okay. Oh my God, he is though. He's going to listen to this. I know he is. <laughs> we, we, every episode we say, don't tell Steve this. Like he doesn't listen. I know, and he listens to every show. I know. I know the last one, it was because I forgot we were still recording. <laughs> oh, I love you, honey. Bye. Bye. We love you, Steve. You're such a Jensen. He's going to have to go read this now to understand what that means. I think it's a compliment. It's a compliment. I think so too. It's a compliment. I mean, calling someone a Donnie would also be a compliment. Those are co- both compliments. True. Exactly. Oh, yes. So I do, I do really like the exploration of anger, especially mm-hmm. as it has to do with like men in this story. I think yes. like the, the, the toxic masculinity that they both kind of have at different times and they mm-hmm. both are learning and working their way through it. Yes. So- I love how they communicate about it too. Like they're very open about it and yeah there's a lot of opportunity for um defensiveness and that yeah. is often especially for people steeped in toxic masculinity an yeah. immediate response right and like Jensen is usually defensive immediately but he's yes. able to get past it for Donnie yeah 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 and that's amazing because you know what it's okay if that if your first response yeah. is to be defensive or you know whatever it's the process right yeah it's the recognizing that sitting in that discom- discomfort for a minute and yeah. learning that there is a, a way to get yeah. past it and move forward and move through that right yeah and I think Donnie is just incredibly good at this like he still has his toxic moments he's got his anger issues he's like yeah. 
throws Jensen against walls repeatedly <laughs> at the beginning and not in the I sexy, mean, not in the yeah. sexy way. Though it, it does a little sexy. It, I was going to say, though, it does turn into the sexy way very yeah. quickly thereafter. And he gets mad and throws him up against that wall. That first that one, one, I was like, oh, that's kind of hot though. Right? I, there, one of the like top comics <laughs> comments was, if this was a different circumstance, that would be steamy. <laughs> right? <laughs> I was like, fair though. Uh, yeah, you're right. He like, does like apologize, right? He after. does apologize like immediately. He is he's better at kind of like working through his emotions and also seeing through Jensen's because Jensen, especially at first, is just like shut down or just like let it out and just say really mean things or whatever and regret it later. And Dottie is always there to be like, no, I I knew what you meant, but never let him off the hook either. Like they're yeah. they're very good at communicating. And I think that's a product of upbringing in a lot of ways because I yeah. mean, honestly you know, Jensen's upbringing has been super traumatic and, and, you know, he hasn't had a lot of access to, to sort of affirming care of any kind, you know, Mm -hmm. emotional or otherwise. And, uh, whereas Donnie for all that he has, you know, daddy issues and mommy issues has still had a lot of really caring people in his life, like Monday and Lena and Briggs, you know, like, yeah, exactly. Briggs, especially, you know, so these are people who, you know, hold him to a higher standard and call him on his shit I agree you know and that is something to be really valued in people because they really do help you develop those communication skills because they stick around even when you are being a shit yes (laughs) 100% which is yeah what what uh Jensen needs for sure we talked about how Jensen like doesn't trust his emotions in terms Mm -hmm. of his love but like and you can tell me if they talk about this do do we talk about his feelings about his anger like yeah like does it is it like in terms of it being real or a part of like programming or something no not exactly they talk about it in terms of it being a trauma response i will say that that conversation happens after the conversation validating emotions in general so okay but I think that's actually a really interesting observation though because really that is a fascinating perspective into how yeah um emotions are treated especially in mask presenting people right yeah is that anger is not even questioned yeah as a valid emotion right it's love and and sadness exactly yeah that all of a sudden are oh can i trust this is this real yeah that's That's totally where i was headed with that (laughs) (laughs) it's incredibly insightful pj just kidding but i like where you took it Oh, that, was so good. that was that was a good that was a little bit of mansplaining slash gaslighting in this episode so <laughs> we're gonna call it teamwork yeah. is that what we're calling it now oh love it um <laughs> absolutely and i think there's there's also like something to be said for and I, I haven't worked out the metaphor in my brain exactly what this would mean, but the fact that he has not had the ownership of his emotions, mm-hmm. you know, he hasn't, he's, he's been fully controlled in some way or another. He's been winter soldiered for quite a period yeah. of time. <laughs> and now he is the one responsible for his emotions and he's not had the practice of that at yeah. all. So he just, he doesn't control them. They just happen to him at the moment. Yeah. And I mean, you can't really expect someone to have emotional regulation capability when they've never had to try that before. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it is something that we typically learn as toddlers, yeah. um, but because we have somebody external to us providing those boundaries right. in the safe area to learn them, you know, when you're all of a sudden thrust into that in adulthood, yeah, you're and- expected societally to have those skills and then you don't. Right. I mean, in 
in therapy, we talk about it as like your, your parent, a good caregiver contains your emotions when you're a little toddler Mm -hmm. and by containing them for you shows you how to contain them. Mm -hmm. But some people's parents are not capable of that or not there for that or not themselves contained. And they don't show you how to make that like containment unit for your emotions. Mm -hmm. So then you grow up without that ability. And so he had, seems like good parents, but they were taken from him at a very like pivotal age. And then he didn't have that anymore. So now he hasn't, he hasn't grown that ability. Yeah. I need to take us back to Bronwyn using the word thrust. (laughs) (laughs) We're really going to penetrate this issue. (laughs) There was a lot of thrusting. I didn't peg you for that one, (laughs) (laughs) Tish. Being quite the prick right now. <laughs> okay, how many more penis jokes can we make? <laughs> At least one more. <laughs> At least one more. How long can the jokes go? <laughs> You're really on the ball with that one. <laughs> I, I like to give you just a tip. <laughs> just for a minute, just to see how it feels. <laughs> We got to pull out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. This one went down fast. (laughs) Well. (laughs) With any luck? Does that wrap (laughs) up our... (laughs) Oh, no. I'm not done. I absolutely have more themes. (laughs) Okay. So I feel like we should... We've mentioned it, but I think we should talk about disability rep, too. Because I really really do love the use of prosthetics, the way they talk about prosthesis in in a way that is very affirming. Like, I don't know if the author has a disability or knows people with disabilities, but is clearly plugged into that community Mm -hmm. from the way it is talked about. Yeah. I love that. I love the sense of self associated with the prosthesis and just the, I don't know, the concept of like Donnie is, is more when he has his arms yeah you know and he's more than he would have been if he'd had natural arms you know yeah like yeah they're so important to him yeah very good and he because he because he had some some um agency in making them and in choosing what they look like and in choosing what they're capable of and like that's that's really cool that that is really cool it's a perspective I wouldn't necessarily have thought of before, but now that I've seen it, I'm just can't get it out of my head. And I love yeah. that. Yeah. I don't I like have a ton it. of thoughts about the disability rep besides like, I loved it and loved how it was done. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. um, earlier I mentioned like his arms being a part of being able to pass as we're talking mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. I loved that aspect of it, of his arms letting yeah. him pass as quote normal. Yeah. And then you know and as a metaphor for being queer once again yeah yeah, Yeah. absolutely oh and they let him catch electric you know shots that was yes that was cool (laughs) that was some good disability rep right there (laughs) and they make him super you know they honestly do they make him better equipped to handle things than he would have otherwise been yeah Yeah. he saved his lover yeah so cool that's really cool Uh, oh i love it I mean, I think we can't get away without talking about concepts of both classism and personhood. 
brown one. That's my next. <laughs> that's my next name. I wrote it down as uh, the movie "Us" metaphor. Oh uh, yeah, I know that. Okay, uh, you've seen it. Yeah, I know that TJ has seen it because we watch it together. But the the way we that... talked about it with Alicia Whitley. Do you remember? We did talk about it with Alicia oh, Whitley. Yeah. We made her explain discussion. the metaphor. To... <laughs> we had just watched it when we saw her, and we were like, "Explain the metaphor." That is a yep. hell of a movie. Holy oh, crap. Like, obviously, I don't feel like I totally understand it, but I, I feel like everyone said we don't totally understand it. And that's okay. I feel like that's a movie you have to watch 18 times before Probably. you even start to crack the surface, you know? like. But I did like the real similarity of the uh, above ground is yeah. the rich people. Below ground is the poor people. That was mm-hmm. in Southland. I was like, it's us. Yeah, they're the, exactly. poor, they're the poor people below ground. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You know, and that's, the, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty common um, dystopian yeah. theme, right? Yeah. Um, although I think us really, that took it some places. Um, yeah. yeah. But I love that here yeah, in conjunction, especially with the discussion of uh, establishing the concept of personhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really, I, I dug it too. And I will also say, so can, with the idea of personhood also tying back to the idea of disability, I really think it's interesting that there were all of these laws about androids being able to give consent and yeah. the way they were kind of infantilizing androids. Like these androids cannot give consent. You are throwing yourself at this android if you yeah. kiss it or whatever. And how similar that is to the way that as a society, we view people with disabilities as infantilized. We don't believe mm. they they have autonomy over themselves, even when they absolutely do and can make these decisions. Yeah. A lot of times people try to make these decisions for them. So, yeah. A lot of questions about the androids in this like because to me it it would seem like oh like androids are almost like slaves a little bit but not really because like like uh briggs like seems to be self-sustaining right you know like what do you think about that they're less in my mind slaves and more second-class citizens i think not even citizens at all much the way um I mean, much the way people of color have been treated, much the way women have been treated historically, much the way, as you said, disabled people have been treated. Um, Anyone who's not cis, het, white, man, like. (laughs) This is the stage where they've been, quote, freed, but they're not really free. Exactly. (laughs) Right. But we're like, they're their ideas of protection for them are still very infantilizing. I mean, you, you bring up women, that's a good like metaphor too. the way women have historically been treated, like with no rights, but quote unquote protections. And those protections were always just control methods. And that's exactly. kind of what we have here because even his, Donnie's father is like at the beginning is scolding him. Like we can't treat androids like that. We got to protect them. But what he means by protect is like, keep separate from keep, yeah. you know, under control of, but he fairly views it as like, an android's not a human you can't do that and he's saying that literally right in front of the android he employs. alba yeah i like alba i want to see alba come back oh i feel like we're i feel like we'll go and get alba yeah Uh, i agree alba's Alba's the the, redheaded uh driver of the dad oh yes yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah, that was that moment made me a little uncomfortable. Donnie, uh, Donnie yeah. like coming on to her. Donnie, yeah. man, that was rude, Donnie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he was a little rough to start with. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. Reading like uh, so, what I you know I read this up until 
like fast pass like all yeah. the way to the end oh, and too. then <laughs> went back to try and sort of refresh my memory on some of the first parts and so I I went right to the end and then right to the very first episode and yeah. I was just like Donnie, Donnie. In two and then Donnie in episode one <laughs> and I was like, like Donnie oh growth arc I, know. <laughs> I mean in that scene I mean did would you interpret it as like he really didn't respect androids that I much? honestly think he was fucking with his dad and was in okay. that moment letting his toxic anger make mm, him not sure. realize how much he was yeah. dehumanizing this woman in front of him because he, already there he really did have a huge respect for androids mm-hmm. so he was just treating her horribly at that moment i don't think it was specifically because she was an android it was also still bad but not like (laughs) i think to some extent he kind of thought she might be in on the joke you know how some people Mm. in when they're in a bad place mentally and they're in a you know they're in their own head and they're trying to make a joke and yeah yeah it me (laughs) (laughs) i mean he has a history with her and like all of this but I I think yeah that was my impression was that he was trying to include her in the joke and didn't realize that it was a very 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 sexual harassment in the workplace yeah 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 yeah. I do think that was what happened but he was mostly like so focused on his emotions toward his dad that he wasn't experiencing empathy for her I think yeah and the fact that she was she was like sitting there going, you're really going to make me do something illegal in front of your father. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you could see it on her face too. She's she just was like, so oh my God, fuck right off, Donnie. She's like, I'm going to get fired because of this idiot. <laughs> like, oh God. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Donnie had a lot of grog to do. He turned out he just needed a skunk twink to land in his lap. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> really changes you when that happens. Yeah. It does. I mean, it did. It, uh, it gets you focused on what is what's important. What's important when a twink <laughs> lands in your lap? <laughs> really, just reprioritizes everything. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, amazing! <laughs> is he skunk colored all over? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yes. Oh my god. Okay, so that goes into predictions. We need him to have a little <laughs> tattoo. <laughs> I need the fan art. Yes. Oh. Where's that NSFW fan art? <laughs> Somewhere on AO3. A hundred percent. Pond, if you're listening, get on it, please. <laughs> oh my God. Oh uh, God. I definitely am writing down when a twink lands in your lap is another title option. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Should we do story specific? I now? think we should. Yeah. yeah. I know, but a lot of my stories is specifics are like i can't like literally we'll my first note these. We'll is shit these. gets real in season two today <laughs> but we talk about all the cute stuff that happened in season one because i was yeah. like the piano scene in season one <gasps> the music that plays the music was so good when he was just yeah. like i don't know if i'll be any good just like full mozart's out on that piano <laughs> have you seen many webtoons do that with music yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's like the uh, only one i've oh really seen yeah but i don't um, read as much as you everything yeah. is fine did yep. that uh Leyland's curse does that what is the yep. other one third did third shift society do that maybe not. Uh, i did start Leyland's curse that was yeah i think so phase does that um, um okay. big ethel liturgy exception exception does that too oh we are gonna have to have a side chat about big ethel energy that's the thing 
Yeah. <laughs> ben Khan's coming on to do big at the liturgy at some yeah. point. Yeah. That'll be fun. Oh yeah. my God. I'm excited about that. Um, yes. There's our teaser for that episode. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. So, okay. I'm sorry, but WWJD. What would Jensen, what would Jensen do? do? <laughs> he jumps on that roof. Though. He would punch a bitch in the face. He would punch <laughs> a bitch and jump off a roof, which yep. is exactly what Dottie did. Exactly. I, also, I do love that Dottie was like, what would Jensen do? Meanwhile, I'm internally screaming, Jensen is an android. You cannot do what Jensen would do. <laughs> <laughs> I know he didn't know that yet, but I was very stressed. <laughs> uh, this webtoon has the distinction of having my new favorite insult, like bar none. Yeah. Douche baguette. <laughs> Douche baguette. They are really funny. They are genuine. The two of them are genuinely (gasps) very funny. I love them a lot. Yes. Yes. I haven't heard that one. I've I've definitely said faggot before. (laughs) (laughs) I am allowed to say that. I was gonna say I'm leaving that one to you, bud. That's a fancy one. Thank you. My god. Oh, I also, if we're talking story specifics, I love, I don't know, who, who here has seen Princess Diaries 2? Not in a million Nobody? years, but I have Anne Hathaway? Yeah, oh, yeah. Anne Hathaway and uh, Chris Pine. Yeah, I used to watch it all the time when I was a I kid. I love that movie. Okay, so the second I spread Princess... my wings and I learn how to fly. Yes, thank you! <laughs> yeah. Broadway, you gotta, that, that movie is the Chris Pine movie to watch. Okay, so we're so gonna much. have to have drinks and you can walk me through it. Yes! Wait, okay. let's do it let's plan it soon because i love okay. it there's one of the most like infamous scenes like a cultural reset in my young life and like for everyone who was my age when that movie came out was when chris pine holds her and helps her do the bow mm. and i was dying because that absolutely happened in this with the uh punching bag scene no reason at all except for <laughs> horniness donnie is like let me show you jensen jensen's like i don't need or want this to happen <laughs> And he's like, you punch like this to to a guy he will later find out is like a master fighter. But Jensen then suddenly was like, I'm dumb and I don't know. You can hold me. (laughs) Hold up. Are you saying the Chris Pine movie to watch is not Don't Worry Darling? (laughs) You could also watch that one. I mean, I'm definitely going to watch it. (laughs) I am absolutely going to watch it if for no other reason than the Don't Worry Darling drama made my entire year. Right? (laughs) oh my god that documentary please that's what i want i want a disaster artist level documentary about don't worry (laughs) we're getting the glee one the glee one i'm losing it over Bradman, did you see (laughs) i did three episode glee documentary that's the next cult documentary i was gonna say filed under cult (laughs) all right i've brought up buffy and glee my job here is good you you did teen wolf too don't forget you did teen wolf yep I brought up Shadowhunters and Bucky Barnes. We're doing it. Groundman. I know. I feel like I'm dropping the ball here. What did do you I bring, up bring up Doctor? You did bring up Doctor Who. I did bring up Doctor Who. <laughs> yes, we did it. <laughs> Bingo complete. You brought up Jack Hartman. I will say I've been in a huge Doctor Who like yeah. mood with the new episode coming out. I'm like yes. I TJ and I brought up Batman. So obviously we've done it we've <laughs> done right. the we've done the uh, bingo card of things we always bring up. I have <laughs> to shout also- out. Oh, go ahead. Uh, sorry, sorry. No, no. The, the best Doctor Who podcast. 
that I've been listening to. Excellent. It's called The Moment. And it's just this guy that talks to different fans about their favorite Doctor Who moment. I just listened to one. They're short. They're like a half hour. The one I listened to first was like about a trans person who really related with the Doctor regenerating. Yeah. Anyway, it was amazing. Go check it out. That is so cool. And I love that. Uh Oh, my God. Um, Okay. So two things. Well, a, money, a, a million things, but <laughs> <laughs> at least two, probably at least a million. two. Um, who, and I think I know, but who is our designated Loki variant? I mean, this is not a thinker. You have to go with your first instinct here. We know who this is. Who do you think it is? It's got to be Jensen. So that hmm, Jensen is a more of a Bucky to me. Yes. I just don't think he's chaotic enough. My immediate instinct, actually, when you said go with your first instinct was the child. I mean, <laughs> psycho murder child. Psycho murder child could be child Loki. That's for sure. But <laughs> I mean, Jensen no. has definitely got some chaos energy in there. He, he literally fell out of the sky. That's true. Luna? Uh, yeah, Lena's Lena, pretty, Lena's pretty Lena's good. Good. I, I kind of think yeah. Lena more than I think Jensen is a Bucky. I, if we're doing, MC I don't think the two are mutually exclusive. <laughs> Bucky is a Loki. <laughs> yes, I do. Bucky is a Loki variant. We cracked the MCU. <laughs> oh God, that's funny. That's you know. Okay, I will accept this. But I do think if we're talking the most chaotic person in this comic, it's the small child. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Jensen is more chaotic than most characters. Yes, you're right. Um, and also, can we take a second to appreciate the sheer number of murderers on dial? Yeah, so many. <laughs> like this is straight up teenage mercenary, but like they're everyone hot wants gay action dead <laughs> at all times. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. It's like there will be bounty hunters, also cops. There's also the witch. Who knows who else there might be? Oh, and the witch. I have so many questions. Yes. So many questions. I have an important podcast break to go. TJ, do you need to leave at exactly nine or close to nine? You're fine. It, yeah, it's no big deal. Okay. okay. We'll proceed. We're Chucky back. is coming on. <laughs> is that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> Chucky? I love Chucky. I think I can catch, like, I have it on DVR. So oh, okay. I can get, okay. Whenever I'm done, I can just start it. Good. I think. Okay. okay. We won't keep you much longer. Thank anyway. you for making sure, though. I thought I was like, what's TJ doing at nine o'clock on a Wednesday? <laughs> a Chucky appointment? Yeah. No, that's appointment with a small doll. <laughs> Speaking of very gay, everyone yes. should go watch Chucky. Oh, go watch Chucky. That is actually on the docket for October viewing. Yeah, that's the same. So good. Well, yeah. we're just I, totally derailed and talking about October viewing. Surreal Estate. I need other people to watch Surreal Estate with me. Cool. Surreal Estate is on Hulu and it is a sci-fi original show about a psychic real estate agent who has to clear houses of big haunted before he sells them it is so clever it is played like very like adam west batman where he is just like the straight man character while saying the most bizarre shit amazing um he has a very eccentric team including two guys that are husbands and i love them um it's it's so good it's so queer and delightful and funny all right he like he has a whole powerpoint presentation about haunted houses and i'm just it's my favorite thing. I'm here Where he, for it. he calls them stigmatized houses. 
I fucking love surreal estate. I'm like three episodes deep and I'm so in. Okay. All right. Oh, surreal estate on Hulu people. Okay. I'm seeing Halloween ends tomorrow and I'm I'm expecting it to be ass. Yeah. The last one was ass. Yeah. Halloween kills. It's going to be ass. Yeah. Halloween kills was so fucking dumb. This is very important. Bronwyn, have you seen all the Chucky movies or are you going to be watching them all? I have seen one Chucky movie. (gasps) Which one? The first. That's probably a good one to have seen. (laughs) No. No, I mean, you got to start with the first one. It's a classic, but like, I think it's the most boring. Really? We we own the first season of Chucky the Show, so that's what we're planning to watch. Uh, But you have to watch the movies first because it's a direct sequel. Are there five? I can't commit to that. (laughs) Watch, okay, watch number two and then watch Bride of Chucky onward. How many is that? Did all you just say them. watch all of them except for one that she's skip already watched? One and <laughs> skip, skip one and three. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. He narrowed it down. I think that's only four movies. Then. This is what TJ does. You but they're this. so good. You have, because like if you don't know anything, like literally it's a direct sequel. It's and all the characters come back and you're going to be like, who the fuck is that? Yeah, but you know what? As much as I have deep, deep himbo energy and I uh, do, I am actually fairly smart. And I feel confident in my ability to catch up with Chucky. That's so sad. It's not that you won't be able to. <laughs> the most savage I've ever seen Broadway. It's not that I don't trust you. Fight, it's, girls. It's fight, just fight. that you are going to miss out on so much campy goodness. This is how Jennifer t- Tilly. TJ is not over the fact that I skipped two Halloween kills and never watched the other <laughs> Halloween. Yeah, Chris was like, I can watch it with you. I'll hop on. I, I didn't was like, know it was a direct sequel. No, I was already watching it when you were like, wait a second. Yeah, I, were, I was like, who's this twink? And you like, were like, no, what like, do you mean? He's the yeah. main character. You're like, I can figure out what's going on. I was like, no, I you can't. can't figure like, out what was going on. It's not that hard. Oh my God. That's like when we went to see the Kingsman 2 and we brought my sister-in-law and we had this that great time, watched this, this whole amazing, <laughs> like insane movie. Huh. And we walked out and we're like, oh yeah, that was so much fun. And this and blah, blah, blah. And I go you know, from the first one and blah, blah, blah. And oh yeah, yeah. I remember from the first yeah. one and stuff's like, the first one <laughs> see you had no I, idea it was a sequel <laughs> i feel like that movie is more unnecessary to have seen the first one than halloween kills i thought so oh, too yeah. but apparently not but chucky, so. chucky though my prediction brown one is you're gonna get like three or four episodes in and you can watch those completely like blind and love it but then once the other characters come in you're gonna be like well this is so good that i have to go back and watch the others you uh, believe I will everyone is him and if you want to watch them together <laughs> okay me, we me are, chris and ben, have yeah, been ben talking about it. is gonna watch it okay. with us so yeah absolutely all right yeah <laughs> i love you too so much this is the best night of my life put it in my very, calendar i'll be with you i'm very <laughs> intense about my chucky viewing I love it. I love it. anything that is his thing he expects you to do it in order thus the shadow hunters <laughs> challenge oh, where yeah. he made me a list of i hate that you're right it. Yep. <laughs> he's like i want to argue except you have but points. you're right yeah, yeah. And now I have the, I have to, I have the next, like, however long of recommending books to Chris because (laughs) they have not read enough of my books. Bronwyn called all of November because she's still mad that I read all of Shadowhunters before taking one of her recommendations. Yes. All is a strong word. I know. I only got halfway. (laughs) I only got halfway, but I finished the main series. Yeah. I finished the main series and the second (laughs) series and a bunch of the individuals. So I feel like I was more than happy. And they even got me to read some of it. I did. And you loved it. Red School of Magic was amazing. amazing. 
<laughs> you do have to hop back on though because that yeah. next trilogy is amazing I, i'm gonna skip simon i'm so sorry simon and go to no! the next book Ugh. i hate it this is okay. now a podcast just read the synopsis tell me how much you love chucky once you start <laughs> i will i promise okay. I will, I will live tweet it to you. <laughs> we you. have been unhinged many times, but we have never been this off topic and I love it. I know, right? Whole heart. This brings me such joy. <laughs> Favorite quotes. Favorite quotes. You're my partner in crime and in love. <gasps> Down. Limbo. <laughs> Jensen just goes, that's so cheesy. <laughs> oh, oh I love gosh. whole heart. Most most everything romantic bounces off Jensen like he's made of rubber. Right? <laughs> it's like, oh, not romance. <laughs> but when Donnie is being, you know, straight up logical by saying things like, I just don't put stock in the opinions of a mad woman. Jensen's <laughs> <Just laughs> like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. You might have a point. point. <laughs> Do you have favorite quotes, TJ? Uh, I have two that come to mind. The yes. one I mentioned about when they're talking at the bar and he's like are you saying i dress eccentrically he's like you what you do wear <laughs> fingerless, uh, fingerless gloves, gloves. <laughs> the other one is when the dad comes to visit and they hide him in the closet and then they start talking about his erotica collection yes and Jen, like the joke was funny but then it keeps going and getting funnier yes, when like, <laughs> it's not that you have yes. an erotica collection it's that your dad knows yeah, about it's your, really that your dad knows. and like the look on his face as he's saying that he knows it's so funny oh and i love God. it that my, is amazing my other favorite one is also in that bar scene where he says i like my drink straight it's the only thing i like yes. that way <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, Jensen just has all the like. I love Donnie too, mm-hmm. but Jensen just Jensen. Donnie is funny in a himbo way. Jensen is that like stab of humor, which yes. is the Loki in him. I I do see that now. Yeah. I can see your Donnie. point. I'm attracted to a Jensen. You are. Right? Can't be helped. Exactly. <laughs> My other one was just a just adorable one where he's like, I forgot what it feels like to have somebody give a shit. I know. Yeah. Oh, it made me make Muppet face. Me too. <laughs> the fact that he does call himself a skunk. Because <laughs> that's well, exactly that's, where your mind goes. That everyone starts to. Period. Like, like Del calls, Del calls him skunk. skunk boy. Skunk boy. Where's your Evo skunk boy? <laughs> so good. It's so good. I love it. So oh, good. He makes skunk hot. I'm just yep. saying. <laughs> yep. Yeah. This webtoon is just so good. It's oh. very quotable. It's it amazing and it's gorgeous. We just talk art now. Oh, so much talking art. Talk oh. about those abs. Oh, Whoa. I think this is the hottest them. comic. Like, I know I've said that, but like, good lord. Thirsty. <laughs> I sent you a I sent you a screenshot of like the first issue, and it was just a picture of Jensen with the long hair flowing mm-hmm. down. And I was like, my heart went buddle. Straight up. I think and I immediately followed it up with a picture of Skunk Boy. Yeah, in season two when I was like, somehow yeah. he got hotter when he became a skunk. I don't know. It's true. <laughs> and like, oh my yeah. God, dear Lord, Donnie in season two. Good Lord. Oh. I, was like, it, I like his new haircut at the beginning. Yes, with yeah. the new haircut and the focused eyes and the scruff and the, uh-huh. yeah. You know, it's that TikTok sound. If he somehow got a thousand percent hotter when his life fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Yeah, yeah no oh and my they're god they're always taking their shirts off and i'm like 
you know, yeah, I know get it's, off. <laughs> it's fan service, but I don't I'm care served. because it's I'm here so for good. it. Yeah. You're yeah. well served. Yes. The writer yes. knows what we're here for. I love that the, the writer in her writer's notes was just like, uh, this was for me and no one else. <laughs> Every like romantic and or smutty scene. I love, I love it. it. Yeah. So much. And um, how is this look futuristic and still retro? Well, you know what it reminded me of? This was my Batman reference of the episode. It's Batman Beyond Future. Yes. <gasps> yes. Yes. The way that the, the witch especially looked like a villain from Batman Beyond. Mm-hmm. Immediately when she came on, I was like, I think I think Terry fought her. Well, like the tech, <laughs> like all the yes. tech we see yes. like, has a very Batman Beyond vibe. It does. Straight up Batman Beyond. And Batman That's- Beyond does that like in the same way that the animated series does the, it is this time period, but also is it? So it does yeah. the like future but past in the same way the animated series does the present but also past. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. And like, I have so many questions about the witch specifically, but like, there's so much there. But in the art, yes. it's like she is so interestingly depicted to me because she is digital mm-hmm. and so travels. You know, so you can see her kind of anytime there's a digital access point, you can she can pop up and and sort of spew her her poison. Oh, I didn't I didn't realize that's what was happening. Like, oh, that makes sense. Like, I knew like when the holograms came up, she yeah. kept popping up. So I was like, oh, maybe that has something to do with it. But yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, like to me, she's sort of traveling through the computers yeah. and through the right. digital atmosphere. You know, but mm-hmm. she also still has such a physical presence when yeah, she yeah. does show up and I don't know how that's managed she almost like, like the way that her like her skirt kind of like twists up like it's smoke and yeah it's like Batman's like, cape like Batman's yes! cape. it's like inky but also smoky and then her face is the shifting with the colors and the yep. like widening and ah, I love her did either of you ever watch any Samurai Jack yes I love Samurai Jack there was some villain in that that she kind of reminds yes. me of it's that yeah it's that very similar art style I love that oh I also love how everything just glows. Like, yeah, it just glows off the screen. It's so the lighting good. in this is spectacular. So good. I love how the logo changes every episode at the end. Yes, yes. Like, it just fits oh. the mood every time. Well, and we've got to spend like five thousand years on the outfits. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Seriously, but also facial expressions. Like they're yes. so expressive. But like, there's I, there's one scene in particular that all really spoke to me, and it was with Briggs um, when the cop comes in to uh, ask her if she's oh. seen Donnie, and yes. Briggs is lying, and Briggs is acting like an android. Yes, and when I say that I mean specifically no, like she's faking. acting, as in faking yeah. it. You know, yes. she, you, you oh, see, and her face loses all sense of And she self. gives that like customer service smile, like, ah, ah. <laughs> she's like plastic. She's like Barbie, yeah. you know, she's yeah. just like, oh, of course, officer. Can I help you with that? You know? And it's so startling. It is. And it's so well depicted in the art that even just a couple of small shifts to her facial structure and her entire personality is portrayed differently. And you can immediately yeah. tell that she's putting yeah. on this front. And some of that is lighting and how the yeah. light, you know, like yeah. the, the, the structure of her face is lit differently. She's actually yeah. like, oh, it's so bizarre. And they, they and I do love a it. similar thing with Jensen when he snaps and like his anger comes out. He is scary. Like there's yeah. murder in his eyes. Yeah. It's just very subtle, but you're also like, oh shit. Like if I saw him just then, I would be terrified of him. Yeah. He's feral. Yeah. 
Yes, I'm, feral. I'm very picky with my my art styles yeah. that I read. Yeah. And I think, like I said, Castle Swimmer was my first love, but this was my second. Mm-hmm. And like, I just, this art style is so good. So like, good. And so cinematic almost. Yes. Like, it's like so we're talking about detailed. the lighting. The yeah. lighting, I think, plays a big part of those cinematicness. Yeah. And then when you get the music, I keep coming back to the yeah, music. Yeah, no, please do. Like, yeah. That scene, like we talked about the piano scene where it worked so well, but then mm-hmm. where uh, Jensen gets away and mm-hmm. Donnie gets caught and catches the bullet, yep. the electric bullet, like that music playing there was yeah. just, you know, we brought Batman Beyond, like it yeah. had a very techno, like yeah, epic, like ah, just yeah. so good. It added so much to that scene. But it's also like, it's very clear because this this has been going for a while and it's not very many issues in and it's very clear why because there's so much detail. A lot of the stuff we read is much more minimalistic than this. Mm-hmm. This is like, everything is there. Every possible thing. Down to and the these, sweat on his abs. Right? And these <laughs> issues are not short. No, like, they're These are chunky issues. Yeah, they are. So like, it's not, it's not a small read. Like, yeah, there's only 69 episodes, but uh, yeah. they are- Happy. They are big episodes. No, also There's nice. a lot happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my only nitpick, my nitpick, which yeah. if the artist listens to this, like, please take it with a grain of salt because it is beautiful. What the, is it? Like sometimes when they're in the apartment, it gets like, they're like in a 3D room. Did you notice that? Like, it almost looks like a video game. Like they designed oh. it and then they drew the characters over it or inserted them into it. I swear. Oh, I super didn't notice. I, I didn't notice that either. Yeah, That's when they're so in, the, like, the specific scene I'm thinking of is, like, when Jensen is looking under, he gets on the ground and is, like, looking. I looked at that episode, yeah, just today. Yeah, like, that scene specifically, it happens a few other times, too, but, like, it's very, like, it's, like, blocky and video gamey looking. Huh. Like, that, that pulled me out of it a little bit, but I was, like, oh, okay, like, maybe the artist just, like, didn't have time to do it in that one. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But all That's I know is that that the art game is yes. stepped up in season two. Yes, oh, like, it is. The art is. is great in season one. And then it in is season two, it is like chef's and kiss. I would say there's significantly more musical episodes too. Yeah. Uh, almost all of them so far yeah. have bad like, music in them. It's like the production value went yeah. up. Like it's I, like I the, the probably, budget went up. <laughs> you said that they switched to being a Webtoon original at some point. So we probably yeah. are seeing mm. a lot of that those changes. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm so excited. I'm so mad good. at myself for not finishing. Oh, we're mad at YouTube. Just kidding. <laughs> Just love kidding. You <laughs> You'll get rid of me to talk about it. Yeah, we will. You'll have fun. We'll cut you off the line. It's just a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Should we, what are our predictions? What's coming up? TJ uh, thinks the witch is the mom. That's what we got. For yes. Sure. I can't take credit for that theory. I was, I saw that in a comment. On I saw that in a comment. Yeah. yeah. But I agree I like, with oh, it. Oh yeah. yeah. That just makes sense. It does. Well, I, I, I think that we're going to obviously get more backstory, you know, for a bunch of characters. Um, yeah. There's backstory to be had for a bunch. Like, you know, there's backstory to be had for a, like the connection with Monday and how, you know, Monday and Lena meet. And like, there's yeah. all sorts of stuff there. But I also think we're going to have to get more about Donnie and Dell's mom. And then, mm-hmm. yes, lead into the potential that, that she is the witch. We know that they're connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But- but in what way? In what way? Yeah. Um, I suspect that the witch is 
has a big role in this council. Okay. I suspect that the witch is controlling the entire thing. I kind of feel like, I mean, when I say we hear council, I think um, Star Wars. So I'm like, maybe she's the Palpatine. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But I also think that she's a digital presence. I, I don't think oh. that she's a, a person per se. Although I think, you know, like the idea that she might be their mom. Yes. But I, in the way that if their mom was mm-hmm. uploaded Ooh, that's and cool like twisted in that process oh, she's I like an that. ultron yeah yeah she's an ultron that would if she is like an android that would be very interesting right actually and, hmm. if okay. she's palpatine does that make dell darth vader <laughs> no no well and like oh that is an, an interesting kind of thing because i do feel like there's more betrayal coming i don't know specifically from dell i hope I don't not think it, i don't think it can be dell but i can't get into why yet we'll get into why yes. after dj leaves yeah but i don't think i don't think dell can be the one i agree i agree but who, um but, but i feel like there's something coming betrayal like yeah. i was thinking in terms of like how Darth Vader switched sides at the very end. Oh, yeah. Like, like Dell's now helping his brother yeah. because he loves him. Uh, I see what you're but saying. But now I'm worried thinking about betrayals of another kind. I think there will be, but I don't think it'll I don't think it'll be Dell. Mm. No. I don't think it'll be Dell. Um, not that I think I know who it would be. I'm like sitting here going, like, <laughs> <laughs> who could it be though? <laughs> um, but I do have some some more predictions that we'll get into later in a bit. Um yeah what else do we think for sure i mean i think what, there's still stuff about jensen's past that we don't yeah get why him mm-hmm. when she picked there were literally oh. so many orphans she could have picked but she picked him well and i think i my impression so far is that he has not been alone like she has picked many orphans and she That's has tried this before and he he's did the say one that right worked. yeah he said he's the one that survived but why is he the one that survived? What makes him special? What makes him different? What makes him viable? Yeah. There's something there. There is something there. Is yeah. the genetic? Is it process related? Is it, you know? Yeah. I think there's going to be like an Android uprising. Oh, because... 100%. Okay, that was my prediction I was going to make. <laughs> <laughs> well, the father where I'm at, he just said oh. something about the okay. androids have been like, running away running away yeah and I'm like but no, this which, is... which i feel like we could i want to see that like yeah me too it seems like a big thing to be like oh this happened off screen no, I, yeah it's no. <laughs> this not. is straight up irobot like it's coming yes, it yes. Is. and i'm on their side we're back yeah. to will smith <laughs> I, I robot. bring it around bring it right circle. back out uh i yeah i am i am on the robot side mm-hmm. <laughs> and this this is not a skynet situation i'm team robot all the way hundred percent man a hundred percent and yeah no and i think alba's gonna be i think she might be leading it i i think she might be leading it too Mm -hmm. alba and briggs would be a cute ship okay i feel like i'm missing something with alba she just had that one scene right yeah but she is back okay okay. there's more to her i'm like she didn't do much i don't even remember her Ah, she's okay she's relevant she's an inside man (laughs) you're gonna get there yeah yeah oh yeah i know i uh i definitely think we're getting an uprising i definitely think it's gonna be like straight up civil war mm-hmm. i agree maybe we'll get like a little hunger gamesy up in here mm. like later movies hunger games later, <laughs> hunger i was gonna games. say i hope it's more hunger games and not like divergent <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just gonna be Maze Runner. It was a trick the whole time. Oh God. <laughs> God, please don't. They do were it. dreaming. <laughs> no. If you go outside the city, everything's fine. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I guess spoilers for Maze Runner. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> do you think anyone's gonna die? Oh God, probably. I yeah. don't want anyone to die, but it does feel like it. I Who's feel like a- they'll get a happy ending. The main romance. The main least. romance. I, I do. Will. Yeah. But are we gonna lose somebody along the way? I feel like our highest contenders are like. Monday or Dell, if somebody uh, yeah. dies. My mind went to Dell. Yeah, I know, because unfortunately, but yeah, he has the brother role, and I feel like that's always like, yeah, they're like they're like sacrificial. They they might get Big Hero Six. We just don't know exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, Monday is the other contender, or Briggs. I was actually. thinking Briggs actually. What about Lena? I could see Lena sacrificing. Yeah, I think Lena wouldn't be as impactful exactly as the other three. Not that I don't love Lena, but I feel like mm. if Lena dies, everyone goes on pretty okay except for Monday. Right. Whereas if either Monday Dell or um or Briggs die, it's gonna hit Donnie. It's gonna really have an hard. emotional impact. Exactly. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And Jensen doesn't have anybody, so there isn't <laughs> I'm sorry, Jensen. Well, not, well, well, all your family is dead. Who's yeah. left to take? <laughs> and this is actually that's interesting because I wonder if we are going to get more connectivity to Jensen maybe at some point well there's a thing we're going to talk about that yeah. <laughs> god but there is also like we know from the early early episodes that he was connected to some of those droids that were down there so exactly. and he made a point at one point that he wasn't raised by the witch he was raised by the droids so there mm-hmm. might be like a just to bring it back to wrong way to a small group planet it might be a like um the robot like the ship that raises the robot in the second book yeah <laughs> it might be like that like maybe he has a like nurture somebody that he did care about that was one of the droids and I like I wonder if they end up being like one of the major rebellion people and we lose them that way oh I love that we're I I love that we're predicting a character will come in (laughs) I know I know I know but I do see it I do see loss ahead for our guys you know I just how do I I feel like this is gonna go on for a while like I Mm -hmm. I feel like we're gonna get a few seasons of this yeah it feels like there's a lot of story left here so yeah I want justice for Ambrose Justice like, for Ambrose. Uh, yes. Maybe Ambrose will be in the rebellion. Yeah, I they need to like Ambrose gets to bang it out. That's what I yeah. want. I was gonna thirsty. say t- talk it out, but yeah, bang it. that's even <laughs> better. Know? This is thirsty. Like, come yeah. on. They could be a thruple. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I like them as a thruple. I would be fine with them as a thruple with somebody else. Something about Ambrose, though, I'm not sure. He's so what? cute. Yeah, he might cute. have sold him out. We don't know. We don't, yeah, yeah no, we don't really know much. Somebody about sold him out. It might have been Ambrose the robot. Speaking I don't of know, but betrayal, he came back to him, you know? Like, he was just like but did oh. he? Or did he fuck with him at his dad's command? That's true. Mm. All we know is the dad invited him back to make amends. And I'm like, that we know that wasn't the case because the dad kind of evil when laughed. he did he initiated the kiss and someone just happened to be recording that's them. true there's some and like i know that donnie suspects that he betrayed him but i think maybe he might be right yeah. i just I don't, don't trust i don't hot. trust that twink <laughs> i okay, want that well, twink obliterated let's let's <laughs> get him distracted with some uh, somebody else then he just he needs to bang it out with somebody else yeah you know you know yeah. He and Stella are gonna get together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the League of Evil Exes. <laughs> oh my god, yes. 
Scott Pilgrim. Scott yeah. Pilgrim. Jensen's gonna have to fight evil. Stella <laughs> will destroy Ambrose. <laughs> I mean, Jensen's already deckered uh, one of the exes. They deckered him. I like it. I like it. We're verbing now. We're, we're verbing. I was oh looking for the word decked. <laughs> I like decorate better. I think it's great. Add, no. add, we love to add unnecessary syllables to words on the show. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Any other thoughts, TJ? Of where it's headed? Yeah. Or any like final thoughts about it? Uh, I just love this one. I love this one too. Me too. It made me so happy. Oh my God. But also stressed. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. It's just such a nice mixture of like romance. Yeah. It feels a little contemporary, but it's sci-fi. Mm-hmm. It's a little dystopian. Yeah. And just everything. It also about feels it. contemporary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> too real. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's a little space opera too. So it's yeah. I don't know. It's very fun. Yeah. Like, and like you said, we're getting into the like Hunger Games territory, it feels like. Rebellion the, is in yeah. the air. Yeah. Yeah. Really yep. leaning into that dystopian. Can you hear the androids sing? <laughs> Set us free. <laughs> I feel like this would be an excellent like animated show. Like, oh, yeah. It, it was... already has that look to it. A thousand mm-hmm. percent. A thousand percent. I would love to see a show with this. I think it would be oh, yeah. so fun. Like live action like, would be cool, but I just the animation I think, would yeah. be so good. Would be I think it would be a fun and like a Netflix like eleven episode yeah. kind yeah. of animated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like the shows that are the the shows the stories on webtoons that use mm-hmm. that vertical scroll really effectively are the ones that translate super well to the idea of animation. I think so too. That makes sense because they already look kind of mobile. Yeah. You know, when you're scrolling, they really yeah. take advantage of that. And I just love that so much. You too. Oh. Did you ever read The Fever King? No. I don't think King. so. No. That did a very good it, it's an adaptation of a YA novel. Oh. It's Ooh. kind of like dystopian X-Men. Oh. And it, yeah. And it, they Reading adapted that. the first book and it uh, does a very good job with the vertical yeah. scroll. That's nice. so cool. Okay. It's very pretty. I, it, it ended though so i think you have to like pay to read it a day or something mm. it's probably the ones where you can read one episode a day for free That's or it. pay to read ahead it's annoying. Yeah. i yeah those are the yeah classist <laughs> <laughs> or you can just read one issue a day to be fair they're still end up being free <laughs> yeah no i did that with uh the one that shall never be named on the show that we talk about sometimes and yes god it was not worth it but i didn't pay it no i did i paid to get through the end didn't i yeah. As I was sitting there like paying coins so I never have to think about the story again. Yeah. <laughs> I did that for the Snail Lords yes. one. Um uh freaking romance. Yeah. I, I that was worth t- it though. That I one will, was amazing. I will tell you when we stop recording, TJ. There okay. is an infamous one that will never be named on this show because I've said too much shit about it at this point. <laughs> I I've crapped all over this one, so I'm not actually gonna say what it is ever. No. <laughs> did you you had an episode about it? No. no, we don't oh, get people's was... yum. We only talk about stuff we like. That's what <laughs> yeah. I thought. So I was surprised there was oh, one no, we didn't like. I've referenced, I feel like maybe in one of our like special episodes, we've talked about it, but in a vague, vague, vague tweeting sort of way. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you later. <laughs> like to tease our listeners once in a while by bringing it up. <laughs> exactly. 
Uh, you know so, that webtoon we hate? Yeah. That you know one. that one that we'll never tell you about, but we hate it personally. I really hope that people guess what it is, like try to figure it out. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> what I want to see happen. There are a few clues peppered throughout. <laughs> very, barely. If you figure it all out based on my bare words, I'd be very impressed. Get on it. Yeah. <laughs> Docs that comic. Don't don't dox that comic. No, just the comic, not the creator. <laughs> dox the comic himself. <laughs> oh, but not the creator. Don't dox the creator. No, they're probably a wonderful person who wrote a comic I hate. It probably. Happened. I mean, I can't. I can neither attest to their character as a person. I just hate the comic. <laughs> it's not like we're talking about Frank Miller here, where I will insult him specifically <laughs> out loud. <laughs> Oh, so it's more of a Grant Morrison situation. I I also insult them specifically and out loud, but in a respectful way. I'm right. like, we I love what like you it. do, but I hate what you wrote. Right. <laughs> Look, God, it's fine. Everything is not aimed at everybody, right? Exactly. So there's I get, stuff out there we love, and there's stuff out there we don't love, and that's okay. Every time I mention Grant Morrison on the podcast, someone will tweet at us like, "I love your show, even if you don't like Grant Morrison." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Grant Morrison has an entire huge catalog of yeah. very acclaimed works. So yeah. love what you they're love. doing. It's fine. all good. They're right. doing fine. That's someone's why someone's gotta love it. Exactly. <laughs> I feel so comfortable. Uh, saying insulting things about Batman writers because they're all doing fine. Yeah. Webtoons are like little indie writers, which I will never shit on out loud because they don't they don't deserve it. Exactly. <laughs> oh wow. We really yeah. we've gone places tonight. We definitely have. <laughs> we are off the rails. <laughs> It's the titties the in the room. room. It's the, the titties in the, the room. The titties really did take us in a direction right away. Yep. yep. It's a mood setter. Just They're tits powerful. Out, tits, on a, tits out on a Wednesday night, you know? <laughs> so, TJ, do you want to tell our listeners where they can find you, what you're up to, what other amazing show you host with somebody super awesome? Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at TroyFin2. Where I talk about books, Buffy, gay things. Uh, you can also find my other podcast, Chris's other podcast, Ooh. Gotham Outsiders, a yeah. Batman book club. Also on Twitter at Gotham Outsiders, where we talk about Batman uh, being queer and how much we love Tim Drake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also find me tweeting about like being a librarian in my spare time. I said I talk about books, so I just started a new position where I go and visit all sorts of local schools and read to kids, and right now I'm picking out lots of queer books to book talk in February. Yeah, Yeah, so uh, hit me up if you're looking for a good recommendation. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Absolutely. If you want a definitive list of what order to read Shadowhunters books in, TJ's got it. (laughs) And if you want a good webtoon recommendation, TJ recommended this one. Yes. Yes. If you liked this, do you have a recommended section or should I? We don't, but you can go for it. Absolutely. If you like this, you should check out Castle Swimmer, first Mm -hmm. of all. Mm -hmm. Uh, If I haven't convinced you yet, it's Gay (laughs) Mermaids and it has like Avatar The Last Airbender vibes. It really does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I'm also into right now high class homos. Yes. I tra- tried to get you both into it. I know you haven't finished it. Yeah. Uh, but I love that one. And, you know, everyone's gay and it's just very fun. It's another one where it's like 
very contemporary vibe but it's fantasy and it's very fun yeah I promise I will read it eventually it's, <laughs> I swear get like, maybe we'll have you back on to do high class hobos yes for you gotta sure. get like 10 or 15 in and then because okay. they're very like slice of life and then you start really connecting to the characters and the relationships yeah and, okay. and there's disability rep the main Ooh. girl um is missing a leg and she has a fake oh. leg very well done okay so okay. there we go that's how I connected it to this you, did if it. you liked this read go. that one yeah. <laughs> I love it yeah any well, thank any you. thank you We're for saying... coming on we really appreciate having yeah. you <laughs> I was gonna say any last words before I kick <laughs> you out of the call <laughs> thank you for having me this has been a long time coming absolutely yes. um and I've listened to a few episodes of your show I know you <laughs> You believe that I haven't, but I have listened to at least like two or three. Oh yeah, you listen to our show. Name all of them. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I loved your Heartstopper episode, <laughs> and I listened to the My Gentle Giant. Aww. Your first one. You right? did name a couple. Yeah, the Heartstopper <laughs> one though came out at the right time. Yes. Yeah, where I was like, oh, this is hitting. So I listened to that whole whole one. Yay! <laughs> I'm glad we kept your attention that long. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll talk about batman one day soon i think we should yeah i think we should mm. <laughs> i'm gonna pop i know i okay so we're back okay. i'm not sure what we have left except i feel like we should dig more into jensen's past how much did we not even say that's the problem yeah right <laughs> we might have just went ahead and spoiled everything but there were definitely things we were going to talk about True. So with Jensen's past, we've got the whole concept yeah. of the, of him. Like, so he's, you have the concept of the cyborg who is a human that has machine parts. And then yeah. you have the concept of an Android who's fully a humanoid robot. Yeah. And then you have Jensen who is the hybrid because yeah. he is a human body with a few cybernetic parts here or there as control modules yeah. and because he has a cybernetic brain. Yes. He has an android brain because he was damaged as a child in one of the uh imp- like one of the tremors of nine maybe yeah. um of 12. Wow. Uh- <laughs> no. And so they put the witch put an android brain in like took his fully scooped out his human brain put in an android brain connected it all via his hand port well okay the hand port is one of the things i wanted to get into so yeah she does the brain stuff when he's eight yeah we know that but he says his hand thing happened at 14 Mm -hmm. when he when they're when um Donnie tries to take off the glove and then realizes there's a scar. He's like, "You, this happened to you when you were a child. And he was like, well, I was 14, right? Which also great moment because Donnie's like, 14 is a child, Jensen, not like that's a child. Yeah. Now, but is, what that, is that though, is that because the scarring happened at 14 or the, or the right, that's control board, right? I because the scarring they talk yeah. about and that happened with Jensen trying to get the port right. out. But he specifically said, the witch did this to me at 14. And I feel like as much as I think he was like omitting things, he was lying of omission. I don't think he would have said that. He would have said like, I injured myself at 14. Like, I don't think he would have been like, oh, the witch did this and it not have been that. Yeah. But I don't know what, I don't know what that means. (laughs) 
Well, and this is true, but like, this is yeah. one of the things that I find fascinating about this yeah. concept and yeah, is because they put in this Android brain into a child's yeah. body. Yeah. And the child body then grows into an adult body. Yeah. And the brain has to commiserate and grow yeah right like yeah. and like even and, donnie is like how is that possible and jensen's like i don't know <laughs> right <laughs> and then exactly yeah. and, the, and the the reality is he's the only live live model because it, it wasn't possible for yeah. anyone else it didn't work yeah. they didn't survive this transition so there's something and so exactly. it is you know it is conceivable that the witch put in the control module like right. as he grew or something because yeah. there's, I also feel like it's fully possible. There's a something else here yeah. that we don't know about. One of the things I was thinking back to when he has that, like, it's partially like a PTSD flashback, partially the witch is like getting in his head when he puts the hologram thing on, um, and whatever, but there's a conversation there where she like shows him a version of himself. And she's like, this is you with all the bad parts taken out. Mm-hmm. which I feel like was her kind of like I he was like she's just messing with me is kind of what yeah. he says but I was like or is that the plan like is she trying to build a perfect like yeah child right like okay so I have a sort of crack theory oh my god okay I, you right. tell me that and then I gotta tell you my metaphorical eye patch of the episode but anyway go ahead okay <laughs> I'm wondering if we're on the same page on this okay one, but okay okay because okay. I went like galaxy brain on this one me too. Maybe okay. it is. Okay, go. Hit me. What if Jensen is not actually an android? What if this is full-on gaslighting? Oh, see, I went the opposite way. This is interesting. Okay. We had the same thought, but we went different directions with it. Yeah. Before, and I feel like the reveals have now made that not the case, but maybe I'm wrong. My original thought when I was trying to guess what was happening, like I guessed he was an android, but I actually thought he was at not at all the original Jensen. Mm-hmm. I thought he was just, she had programmed an android to remember Jensen's past. So that's interesting too. Well, but uh, what I'm thinking is what if we have programming and then we have programming? Right, because we cool. know people can be programmed. <gasps> so wait, what if his past is not his past? Right? What if nothing is real? Like what ah! if you- <laughs> I told you I galaxy brained this? Yeah, like his whole his parents dying for saving him. What if all of that's fake and he was always hers? Right? What if she, like he's legitimately her kid? But like he's fully human, but she's convinced him that he's an android to put him under her or power. Or maybe he's someone important. Because exactly. there's also like what, like why him specifically? All yeah. of that stuff we've asked. What if he's like, I don't know, he's a son, hostage or a you know, son of like, one of the council members, or yeah. like he's is one of the council members. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like obviously he can't look like whatever whatever he is, but maybe I mean if we don't know what he could have looked like once at this yeah. point. If like, this is true, other than a little insert in his hand, he passes yeah. as human. He can eat, he can yeah. bleed, he can, you know, like. Yeah. And like, why did she want him? There, yeah. She must be planning something. Yeah. I love this. I, I really hope that the backstory we have and the backstory he believes is not true. I think that would be really interesting. Right? Oh my God. How deep do those layers go? So deep. Well, this also brings up Dell. So Dell like drums in the deep, deep. <laughs> 
we hadn't referenced Lord of the Rings yet. I'm glad I mean, we got it had there. To happen. It yeah. had, oh my God, it had to happen. Uh, they're breaking the helmets to Isengard. <laughs> Seemed relevant. Uh, but okay. Um, Del. So yeah. Del. So uh, Donnie asked Del, "Did you know Jensen before?" And uh, Del says no. Just by reputation. Uh huh. But then Jensen and Donnie are like, I think Del's lying. Mm -hmm. So if true that he is, that they are lying about knowing Jensen before, did they know a different version of Jensen? Right. (laughs) Like, do, do they remember Jensen? as somebody other than who they are now like what and we know that the witch is a master manipulator yeah. and who you know the witch comes in and gives people what they want so that yeah. then she has control over them yeah so i'm wondering if because we know that dell is different now than yeah. the the you know sibling, sibling that, that left, yeah. that left donnie right. um Del's voice is different. Um, certainly their body so is a little different. Their that hair was like being on estrogen or something. That seemed to be what was implied there. And that's where I'm going with this though, okay, is go. that this is a little bit like maybe the witch, you know, provided some gender affirming care. Mm. Um, maybe there's even like technology to do that. Like exactly. So than there is currently. Right. Yeah. Certainly, you know, their father is not somebody I would expect to provide that level of affirmation. Right. No. So God no. God no. That would be interesting. So that's how they got in with the witch. Yeah. But if the witch is the mother, that would even make it makes more sense. Exactly. Especially because their whole reason for leaving was to find their mother. mother. Yeah. So maybe they knew whatever the true story of Jensen is, maybe they were there for it so it's possible because i like i i think there's more there with them i really do like i don't think it's gonna be a betrayal but it could be already could be perceived as such though but it also could be a they've already betrayed them like it's there's no it has already happened so it's not like dell is actively doing it now but what has already done it and is not fixing it (laughs) like not admitting to it not telling them what happened you know whatever yeah, um, I don't. I don't believe Dell currently has, you know, malicious motives. But I think they're them. hiding but, uh, something. Definitely, they're hiding something. And um, I, I don't think that they have resolved all of their issues with Donnie either. No. And like, I don't know that they have issues specifically. Like, right. I mean, I think that they do in terms of you know, Donnie was the preferred child, and right. Donnie got all of the attention, and blah blah blah. Yeah. I, I don't, don't think, think they, they specifically bought like blame Donnie for that, no. but I think there's definitely resentment there. Um, but I do believe that there's well, they've more. also oh they've also made it clear, and like I had chalked this up to Dell's Dell's a grumpy cat, which I still think is true to some degree. <laughs> Dell yeah. is a grumpy cat for sure, but they did make it clear that their loyalty was to Donnie, not Jensen. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they they were saying it like my loyalty is to Donnie, not the witch. But in that conversation, the implication was also not you. Yeah. So we don't, as much as I like, I don't think Dell would betray Donnie. And insofar as Dell believes that Jensen and Donnie are important to each other, I don't think 
yeah they're gonna but if they decide that jensen's putting donnie more at risk i don't know that they wouldn't try to get rid of i agree yes and i also don't think that dell is a fabulously skilled communicator no so I don't think that Dell would reach out and talk it through before no. making potentially disastrous decisions. I, I could see if push comes to shove that I'm sacrificing Jensen. Absolutely. Or that might, oh, as much as I don't want this to be true, that might even be the plan. Like that might be how they plan on getting out of the witch's mm-hmm. control. <laughs> I'm making sad face listeners. <laughs> right. And and it might be, you know, with the contingency that Donnie doesn't yeah. suffer for this. I mean, I think without I think thinking they, about how much Donnie's gonna suffer. And the, I mean, Dell might not be as strong in the belief that androids are are autonomous beings as exactly, you know, so we don't know that they would even see it as a betrayal. You know, they, they have an android friend, but how do they truly feel about that? Like we yeah. d- we don't really have that information. We don't. Oh, oh! If it turns out that this is that they have been here the whole time with the intention of separating Jensen and Tony, I'm gonna be really sad. I know because but, I do. I love Dell, but I, I I do feel like. But I could see that, and yeah. then see it having like the Dell ha- in the end dies trying to correct what they did. You know, like, I don't think the end of the story, I don't expect Dell to be bad, but will Dell fuck shit up in the meantime? Yeah. I bet they will. Yeah. There's a tiny bit of Loki and Dell too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, now that we've pointed, even though I think the main variant is Raphael from Shadowhunters. (laughs) Yes. Sexual grumpy cat that is Raphael. Again, not mutually exclusive. No, not mutually exclusive. Some people can be many things. They contain multitudes. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, As long as it's like, not like Monday or Briggs that betrays them. Because I somehow feel like that would break my heart more than Dell. The only reason I could see it be Briggs ever was if somebody controlled Briggs's Right. But I I think Briggs is past being controlled i don't know how but i think that's what the implication is yeah i agree i agree but i'm one you know like because we i i foresee you know the uh android rebellion coming and maybe like um the council fighting back dirty with some sort of virus like control virus or something you know yeah oh no not robot aids i don't like it i know (laughs) no okay but i could see that keep your ports to yourself keep your ports (laughs) clean and use port protectors Um, (laughs) it's very important to get your ports checked regularly exactly (laughs) (laughs) oh my god is is definitely in the rebellion 100 mm-hmm. and you know if we're talking about people that might betray them alpha has no reason to have any loyalty to donnie nope you know none i could see her easily turning him back over to his father as some mm-hmm. kind of a something you yeah. know that is yeah that's interesting that would that would definitely make sense yeah because i feel like there there are going to be consequences for him treating her like shit at some point yeah mm-hmm. well there should be I mean, yeah, he would in that one instance. We love Dottie, but nobody's perfect. He did. He did indeed. Exactly. Um, Yeah. 
I don't know. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. I, hmm. I, I like the idea that we're going to see more of Jensen's like droid family. I think that would be really cute. Right. Because I felt like the, the droid that he cut, I don't feel like that droid died. <laughs> no. <laughs> that, that I think that, well, no, no, that person was bleeding. That might have been a person. <laughs> now that I'm saying that. That was a human, wasn't it? I don't know. Unless there are more like Jensen, but not quite like Jensen. Yeah, it's hard to say. The blonde guy that bled at the beginning. Exactly. Um, I don't think he was dead. Maybe he died, but I don't think he died. Like, and he seemed to care about Jensen. Like, there was a exactly there. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, sorry, dude. You know, nobody goes in. Right- Wait, should you be out of your cell? Like, <laughs> second. <laughs> you a prisoner here. <laughs> in there also i really liked the um bounty hunter droid <laughs> that we got to meet the not the one that looked more human but the one that was like a modified droid that yes donnie going from oh my god i'm gonna die to oh you're a mod <laughs> like, nerd the nerd action in that I, I know you know what i was honestly sad when he betrayed that droid and then I, pulled the power out and i, I was just like uh, i really wanted you to fix him and then make him on but, your side i know but like maybe that could still happen i, I hope mean, so that character has a name that was ibex like yeah you know what i mean i was like well, why'd we get a name for just like a rando droid you know exactly. unless they're gonna come back like because i yeah i really dug that character i, I was did like, too yeah Oh, he could be the Baymax of their team. Right? <laughs> I don't know why he gave me Baymax vibes. Nobody very much did. Or like even the, with uh, the threats of death. Or like the the uh, the android character in um Mandalorian at yes. the end. That man yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah. You know. I do. This <laughs> may be the episode in which we have referenced the most different things. Right? <laughs> the pop culture expo (laughs) yeah exactly oh oh, we didn't talk we did not in art talk about that this uh includes a party scene with cameos to a bunch of different comics oh that's right i forgot about that um the character from exception is there yes Uh, oh god it was a bunch of ones i recognized i was like oh i know you oh i know you yeah was a bunch of different ones the one from exception i got the most excited about though i was like what is my pure baby doing in this dystopian hell get right? him out of there <laughs> get him right out of there one of these things is not like yeah. the others no all the other ones i was like action comics action comics yep. exception <laughs> what are you doing here <laughs> no idea no walk through the wrong door yep although definitely we fit in fashion wise absolutely and did not look out of place at all in that scene actually (laughs) could have styled everyone oh truth truth the style is so good so good i already know some of the categories i will be putting princess southland up for for our next award show excellent (laughs) excellent i was immediately like oh writing that down i'm writing that down (laughs) yeah that happened oh so good so good so that uh, concluding it what are we going to talk about next time well i feel like we brought up batman enough maybe we should actually talk about Batman Wayne family adventures Batman Wayne family adventures I feel like we should I think it's time I think it's time you know we we could do like you know how DC Comics does like big events oh yeah I have I have I have seen an event 
I've seen an event periodically. I've witnessed an event yeah, now and again. What if we one... had our own crisis on Infinite Earths? What if we did like a like a Talking Comics crossover and also a Gotham Outsiders crossover? <gasps> I'm loving this. I think this is a great look for us. What if we did Talking Thirsty in Gotham? Nailed it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Talking Thirsty in Gotham it is, people. This is coming up next. <laughs> having our first big crossover event <laughs> talking comics thirsty attitudes gotham outsiders final crisis <laughs> yes oh my god we're going to have to make a game for this you know that oh how oh, i am already on it <laughs> I am, and it will be the thirstiest it will be the thirstiest thing imaginable and we will talk season one of wayne family adventures and catch up and be there because yeah. that, oh my God, that yeah. book. That is the webtoon. Yes. There are many webtoons we love, but that is the one. <laughs> that is literally the webtoon that started it all. It is. It is our sacred webtoon. <laughs> our, our lady of sacred webtoons. <laughs> oh my God. Well, that's going to be a category all of its own, isn't it? <laughs> listeners we will see you next time and where can our listeners find you bronwyn you can find me on all the things at shiny baby b i mostly live on twitter where i usually am tweeting about what i'm reading because i'm always reading <laughs> and you can find me on twitter at the myth of psyche where i tweet about feminism psychology and also what i am reading <laughs> And you can find me also on Gotham Outsiders, a podcast talking about queerness and feminism in the Bat family with my co-host TJ. And you should also be checking out our parent podcast at Talking Comics on Twitter, or you can email them at podcast at talkingcomicbooks.com. And if you want to uncork more web comics goodness from our show, you can check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Thirsty on Tune, where we should be reading, drinking, and being nerdy. 